When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And it sounds insane, but I would go back and forth between dimensions. You have made me very angry. Episode three. Two. Are you a boner guy? You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. Please clap. What a dick. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoonie. It's showtime. W-A-T-P. A-T-P. Hello, Robert Nixon Cousin Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show that doesn't ask too much of its audience. Just come to Rochester in early February. That's all. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, a man whose real name is Brandon McAfee. It's Brandon McAfee. What's happening, Brandon? Hi, Carl. Thanks for having me. Hello, producer Chris. Hello. Welcome, my friend. To your uh, debut on Who Are These Podcasts, although if you subscribe to our Patreon of Supercast, you hear Brandon all the time on our mini bonus episodes. Long overdue. With the Drew and Mike show. Please go to whoarethese.com to get your email address, voicemail number, link to the subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and the link to Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. We just did one with Dick Masterson, another crossover show that I have to say was one of our funniest ones because the subject was... This gay black man interviewed straight guys who take penises in their butt and was asking them, like, so do you consider yourself straight? Because that's weird. So that was pretty fun. That was a good yes, episode. sir, I do. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty fun episode. Uh, so definitely want to check that out. Also, if you sign up to our Patreon and Supercast, you can watch the show live. We do it. Um, we send out a link ahead of time. You can come on, pop on on YouTube and check it out as we're recording it. And uh, we're going to do another bonus show before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Another easy for you can <laughs> easy for you to say so, for, so easy <laughs> easy for you to say part nine or ten wherever we're at. Yeah, I think it's ten with that. So yes, that's going to be exciting because we're still making our way through Stuttering John's autobiography. So you're going to want to sign up to get that. Also, Patreon finally changed their thing. So if you sign up near the end of the month. You don't get charged again on the first. You get charged every day of the month of that month day that you were originally signed up for. Gotcha. This what? is a good start for us. <laughs> Easy for you it. to say. Tickets are on sale for DabbleCon, WATPLive.com for a whole weekend of Stuttering John hilarity. That's right. Stutter Slam, February 3rd and 4th. I am pleased to announce we had the VIP packages where you get... All three events, plus the VIP meet and greet, so four events, uh, plus VIP status at those events and and the best seats, those are sold out. So those are no longer available. Also, front row tickets to the live podcast Saturday afternoon, that's sold out. We still have general admission tickets, and we're going to put together, hopefully very soon, a package where you can buy general admission to the three events. We're doing the stand-up show Friday night, followed by karaoke, 
and then we're doing the live podcast, Uncle Rico Show, and who are these podcasts, and then the first ever Dabby Award Saturday night. So you're going to want to be at all of those events. we got a lot of people coming down for that, a lot of people coming into town, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I am very much looking forward to it. So check that out, WATPlive.com. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comment section today. We'll be reviewing a show called The Fighter and the Kid. This was a suggestion from Brandon. We have both listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. We've talked about this before. It's a show hosted by Brian Callen and Brendan Schaub. And uh, here's a hot take for you. Ready for this? Right out of the gate. I think Brendan Schaub's a dumb guy. (laughs) (laughs) Just based on this episode I checked out, he seems like he's kind of dumb. The comment sections on their uh, their live streams also tend to lean towards Brendan Schaub is kind of dumb. I mean, that's that's them talking. They they pile on him almost the entire show. Yeah, so this is a, a weird phenomenon that's going on. I mean, in our world, we have the Dabbleverse. A lot of people goofing on Suttering John. Suttering John is a coward and has decided to just take his ball and go home. <laughs> so he's literally not doing anything right now just to try to like, oh, yeah, I'll show you. Goof on me. I just won't do anything rather than actually do what a comedian would do and just slap back. But whatever. Whatever, to each their own. You can do whatever you want, I suppose. But the other thing that's happening is probably even bigger than the Dabbleverse, I'm sure it is, is Brendan Schaub hate on the internet. Like, There's so many shows dedicated. I mean, my my buddies in ROTC have been goofing on them for years, and there's there's whole subreddits. There's a whole thing going on with Brendan Schaub. And, uh, of course, he was on The Fighter and the Kid years ago, and then Brian Kalen ran into some problems with ex-girlfriends saying he did this, he did that. He did it with a wiffle ball bat. So he came off for a little bit, and they had different people on, and now the gang is back together, the group is back together, and the reason why we're talking about this today is because Chet Hanks was recently a guest on their show. I want to start off by playing a clip of them introducing their guest, and what's great about this is Chet Hanks is a fucking douchebag. (laughs) He really is just one of the worst guys. So this is obviously uh, Tom Hanks' son, and he's 32 years old. Uh, he's in pretty good shape. He's got uh, a lot of uh, green blobs on his arms, as Drew would say. Sure. So, so this is the way the show starts off. If you're not watching this, let me just point out that Chet is on his phone and the microphone is behind him. Yeah. He's a little bit too comfortable <laughs> being on shows that get hundreds of thousands of views, in my opinion. I would take this a little bit more seriously, but... Uh, that's just the way he is, I guess. Here with Chet Hanks, I said it. And and the and, man, the and, living legend. Yeah, well, I'm happy with his arms. I'm of, happy cor- with his, of course, of like course, you're sizing him up. But the kid's in shape. He's tight. He's and so I'll tell you something else, Brian. I take in. I don't take in a man's arms, chest, and shoulders. I take in his fucking lower body because that's what it really comes down to. And is he working with an ass? Now, is Chet, he working with thighs? Now, and Chet, the answer is yes. I don't see size. I just see heart. What the fuck? Dude, I'm sorry. You're not superficial, bro. No, he could be 100 pounds. I could give a flying crap. It'd be funny if Chet just did this whole podcast without the mic in front of him. I know. He's just on his phone. He's just on his phone. I had to do my little story post. No, there was some. I like the way Brian actually said that. You know, it'd be funny if he was just a douchebag this whole fucking time. Uh, Take the hint. (laughs) Feel free to move the microphone in front of your face, idiot. Literally behind his head. He's yeah. not even paying attention. He's got to get that Instagram story out first or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that is important. Don't get me wrong. So now they start talking about people who just spend the whole time on their phone when they're out with other people. And Brian's got a quick little anecdote for us. 
My friend you know, was, do you mind? My friend was on a date with Britney Spears. And apparently, she was on her phone literally the whole time. Yeah, texting other guys. He's like, the fuck is going on here? Now, this is probably years ago, right? It was years ago. Yeah. Uh, I think we have Britney Spears here. Do you care to comment on this accusation? That wasn't me. Jeez, you set me up there like a, like a little monkey. <laughs> yeah, Good. I know. Crappy, worst Britney Spears impression possibly ever. So, it's wonder. It's interesting. I wonder what these two people have in common. Chet and Britney, they're entitled... There's a lack of talent there. They're self-absorbed. Are these traits that are common with people who are just staring at their phone all the fucking time? I don't know. Well, they're loaded, and I think they have massive egos. Yeah, I think I think you might be right about that. All right, I'm going to switch it over to you, buddy. What did you pick up on from this episode? I apologize for not bringing you uh, actual video. That's uh, fine. Most people listen to the show. It's all it's all yeah. good. I pulled some audio, but I, I, I thought that I would start off with the host pretending that Chet Hanks is basically everything that he is not. That's my, that's my clip one. You grew up in Hollywood. You grew up with all the trappings, and you're not Hollywood. You did a good job of resisting the insanity and the embrace that causes you to be out of touch with reality. And I feel like you had this deep sense of kind of understanding the dangers therein. What in the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have no idea what that means because everything Chet Hanks has done revolves around the fact that his, his father is, is Tom Hanks. He, he resisted nothing. When I think of Chet Hanks, the first one that comes to mind is grounded. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you summed it up perfectly, Brian. Good job. Put him in several movies. And, and so uh, we, we can continue on that route because... Uh, uh, Brennan Schaub doesn't seem to really know exactly how to how to label Chet, but he labels him incorrectly. That's my clip too. You're almost like uh, when it comes to your family, you're almost like the dark horse. Like you're gonna do, go your own route. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're a bit of an outlaw in that sense. I think the word he's looking for is black sheep, not yeah. dark. Horse. No one corrects him too. One of the funny dynamics about this show, and I don't know if this is what people enjoy about this show, is Brian Callen is constantly trying to cover up for Brendan's shortcomings. So when shit like that happens, he doesn't say anything. And then yeah. there, are, there are times when, uh, you know, he, he says shit that he shouldn't be saying. Like one of the examples here is they, they're talking about like Tom Hanks a little bit too much. And th th at a certain point he's realizing, Brian's realizing that Brendan's obsessed with Tom Hanks. And it's like, well, we have Chet Hanks on the show today. He wants to be his own guy. So Brian has to tell him to stop talking about Tom. But with like when your dad sees this, does he understand it? Is he cool with it? Or is he like white boy summer? <laughs> no, nah, they were they were cool with the they were cool with the they were they're they're supportive, man. They were like what what uh they let's, like talk, let's stop talking about let's stop talking oh, about like dad. They, they're see that because he could sense the chest is like is this all we're gonna talk about? Is how my dad reacts to everything I do or can we talk about things that I because now as you know Brett, uh, Brandon. Oh shit. I got Brendan on the show and Brandon on the, oh fuck. Okay. This is going to fuck me up. I honestly, I, there shouldn't be a Julia and a Julie. There shouldn't be a Brandon and a Brendan. Like everyone's got to just pick one of those and change everyone else's fucking names going forward. That's why I went to Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Brandon. I can get down with. That makes more sense to me. Yeah. So what were they talking about? You can tell that like Chet is shutting down here. He's just like, yeah, no, they're, they're cool with it. So Brian's just like, all right, Hey, uh, Brennan, let's stop talking about Tom Hanks because the first 30 minutes of the show is nothing but, and then what did Tom do? And then what did your dad do? And then did your dad do I, this? Did your dad like this? Did he think that was cool? Your brother's a great actor too. Holy, <laughs> your mom's no slouch either. Yeah, I know. It's like, Jesus Christ. This is not yeah. the way I wanted the interview to go, guys, but thanks.
Right. And before Brian shuts down the Tom Hanks talk, uh, they get into uh, pretty much how self-made Chet Hanks is. And that's my number three. A huge misconception is people think that like my dad would just like call up someone and be like, cast my son in this movie. And like, that's just not how it works. Not at all. Right? Like number one, he would never do that. No. Number two, even if he did, like that's not how it works. No. Because it's like, first of all, you have to be right for the role. Correct. You have to go through the regular process of auditioning and then calling back and getting called back. So any role that you book, it's like you have to fucking earn that shit. You sure do. Nepotism does not exist in Hollywood. You heard it there first. <laughs> yeah. What about Jaden Smith and his dumb sister, or Zoe Kravitz, or Dakota Johnson, or Maya Hawk, or uh, both of Judd Apatow's brats, or Haley Bieber, or Brooklyn Beckham, or Tori Spelling? I can keep going. Uh, Kelly Osbourne. You're Madonna. mentioning a lot of coincidences here, Brandon. I, I, I hear a lot of coincidences happening, but I don't know if any of that's an example of nepotism. Well, can I give you just one final thing on nepotism? I mean, and these how are talented people, obviously, that are, we're going to make it anyway. Yeah, Chet was going to make it. In fact, he made it on Curb Your Enthusiasm all on his own. That's my number four. No nepotism. How was it working with Larry David on Curb Your Enthusiasm? You or did you have a written script or was it mostly improv? And one of my favorite episodes ever of Curbs. Yeah, that was fucking hilarious. It's almost all improv, almost all of it. I actually got a funny story about that. So um, Larry David, right? I've actually known him like since I was a little kid. Because our parents were friends. Right. I had known him, like, we, we had gone on, like, family <laughs> vacations together, but I was, a, I was a young kid, you know what I'm saying? I was, like, probably, like, 12, 13 years old. So I hadn't really seen him since then. It's like, I know him, but I don't really know him, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, as an adult, you know what I mean? But I auditioned for that role just like everyone else, and I, and I fucking got it, and I was right for the role. Right for the role. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's, that's relatable vacationing with Larry David. He definitely earned that role. has nothing to do with nepotism whatsoever. There's a certain point in here where Brian's trying to tell Chet how grounded he is and how amazing that is, he, that is that he's so grounded. And he's like, you know, there's a lot of rich people out there who don't even realize that there are poor people out there, but not you, Chet. <laughs> You're one of those guys. Like, why would you think that? Based on anything this guy does, why would you think that he's grounded or understands what life is like outside of his bubble? Yeah, I didn't fully understand that either. And, you know, he's going to take it a step farther because he's not just uh, in Hollywood. He's now going to teach the next class of Hollywood. Good. Uh, Chet is already a musician. He is already an actor. He's a life coach. But uh, get ready for his uh, his school of acting. That's my number five. I'm actually uh, about to release an online course. It's a master class on not just like the fundamentals of acting, but like the politics of like how to actually break into the entertainment oh, really? industry and actually get your foot in the door. I'm about to release that. It's on. A, it's an online course, and I'm going to include basically. Everything that my dad has taught me in it. Do you have a promo What's it code called? for my friend Brian? Or <laughs> yeah. What's it called? Yeah, I need some help. What, well, my daughter. It's called the Actor's Advantage. Yeah, Chapter One: Have a Famous Father. Yeah, right. Is your is your dad Tom Hanks? Oh, I can't help you. <laughs> that's the only thing I know. So that, that's funny that you uh, you pulled that clip because I pulled one that actually he he gives away some of the advice that his dad gave him. Honestly, one of the best pieces of advice he's ever given me is like really the best thing you could do to prepare for any role is just fucking show up on time, know your lines and treat everyone with respect. I think that's funny because I don't know that Tom has a lot of respect for Chet based on the fact that his voice are learn your lines, get there on right. time and don't be an asshole. <laughs> you seem like kind of no brainers to the rest of us. Yeah. That should be the groundwork. That shouldn't be anything special. People with respect you say, hmm. uh, even the little people, oh. especially the little people. Ha. Huh. 
so I shouldn't just like punch a grip in the face <laughs> um, to beat it because <laughs> that's what I've been doing all this time. <laughs> Whoops. All right. All right. So th- this is to your point earlier, uh, Brandon, when you mentioned all of the uh, credentials that Chet has. Chet talks like a teenager. Now, remember, this guy is 32 years old. This is him describing what he does. I want to do acting, music, and, you know, be an entrepreneur and run a business. Why not? Why and can't I just do it all and do a podcast? Yeah. It's like, fuck it. You're, doing, you're about to it's do a 2022. podcast. It's 2022. Yeah, we're about to release a podcast. What are you my, my co-host right here, Josh Stroh. All right. I, I, there's some riffing that goes on here that I want to play for you, but I just think that's so funny. When, except for when you're talking to a teenager, they say, yeah, I'm, I'm an actor. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a musician. I got a podcast coming out. Pick one. All the cool things. I do all the cool things. Notary public. Yeah. <laughs> I do some accounting on the side. <laughs> That's my side hustle. All right. So this is, this is where I get very frustrated with this show being as popular as it either is or was or whatever. I know it's got the Joe Rogan bump. I know that helps, obviously. According to Chad Zumach, that's all it takes. You don't have to be talented. You just have to be on Joe Rogan's show. Maybe he's right, because listen to this nonsense. We're going to call it outlaws. Could I call it, could I call it muscular? Yeah. Outlaws. Okay, muscle. I think it's just going to be called the white Chad guys, show. White it's guys. It's going to be called two whites and hats. <laughs> this Thursday. Two jacked Coming whites. Call it jacked and white. Just what, Amer- just what white. America can't get enough of. Two whites and hats. <laughs> you are talking real issues. <laughs> These guys are straight white and jacked. Root for them. Root just for them. Just have my face introduce them. These guys are straight White and jacked. They like to work out. Yeah. You think they're just bros? That's just the tip of the iceberg. That's right. This Sunday on Fox. Watch these guys After curl. The Simpsons. It's Chet Hayes. Chet Hayes. Watch these guys curl in slow motion and bonus footage when they spot each other. Oh, do yeah. we mention they have eight-inch cocks? Oh, hey, whoa. Wait. What the fuck? Ah, I can't fucking take it. <laughs> Carl, I don't know. That, goes on. that goes on for another minute of riffing yeah. on their, this commercial for Chet's new podcast. I couldn't believe it. And I'm going to call it right now. I think this podcast is going to suck monkey balls. <laughs> I'm calling. I'm calling my shot right now. No one's going to care what? about this podcast. Why it's going to suck monkey balls? Why is that? Uh, my clip 14. Okay. And Chet, Chet Hanks, you're the man. You your inspiration, dude. Keep crushing. You. Excited. You, um, your podcast going to crush, man. You can tell. You guys got to come on. Good stories. We're Anytime. on. You guys Any come on. Time. Yeah, we'll I definitely come it. on. Yeah, I don't want to go on right after your dad, but <laughs> yeah. spread it out a little bit, and then we'll do that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Then I'm down to come on. Yes. So we get another uh, celebrity podcast carousel here, and I can't wait for Dax Shepard to show up with Chet. <laughs> Brandon has a problem with Dax. And uh, the guests that he has on his show. Well, it's interesting because as you pointed out, all they're talking about how it has nothing to do with nepotism and I've earned all of this. And he says, I'm, I got a new podcast coming out. Then they talk about the first guest who's going to be on there. Dad, is, your some... dad is, might be the first guest. Yeah. I'm watching. Maybe. Well, that, that's going to prove he can make it out of his own. <laughs> yeah. And my first guest, Tom Hanks, the biggest movie star ever. Coincidence. <laughs> wow. It's pretty impressive for your first guest. Took me no, took me years to get producer Chris to come on Mike. <laughs> <laughs> with this guy's fucking got Tom Hanks on his first show. So you might have noticed, Brandon, that that riffing they were talking about, like, oh, what's the show going to be about? White guys in hats, you know, all those great jokes. And then um, Brendan decides to talk about his dick. And he seems <laughs> to be obsessed with this guy's dick. Oh, yeah. Here's another example. So they're, they're showing a still from White Boy Summer. 
And so Chet's got his shirt off and he's got this tattoo on his side and it's like a rifle or something. It's just, uh, it's a white boy with a bunch of chocolate. Is that an AK-47 on your side? <laughs> Damn. Or is that a bazooka? That's a bazooka, bro. Oh no, that's in your shorts. Um, Get it? He's got a bazooka in his shorts. It's his piece. He's got a big oh. penis. It doesn't end there, Carl. Like, uh, no, it doesn't. If I can transition, you were uh, you called back how Brian Callen had to had to shut down the Tom Hanks talk. The first thirty minutes was just Tom, 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 Tom. Finally, he shuts it down. So let's get into the good talk, the meat of this episode, and that's drugs. That's my number six. I'd been sober for five years. What was your drug of choice, if you don't mind saying? Coke. Really? Yeah. Oof, that yeah. booger sugar. The devil's, the devil's dandruff. dandruff that it's is, all bad. Man. It's all it's bad. It's a good time, though, for a little bit. Let's not... You <laughs> no, know, it's man. not. Hey, hey it's so sober, it's bro. Not. Don't start, like, reminding no, him yeah, of the good time. No, yeah, it's not a good time. <laughs> he has to chastise me. Stop telling him how great of a time he had on Coke, man. Well, honestly, in Brian's defense, that's not the message you're trying to put out here. This guy's five years sober. He went to rehab. And he's just yeah. like, yeah, but those days do a blow, huh? Pretty fucking yeah. cool, right? Yeah. <laughs> Bet you could go over some right now. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Like, why are you trying to tempt this guy? He's literally, the one thing I'll give Chet credit for is he's bettered himself. And he has this message he brings along with him. He's like, I'm working on myself. I work out every day. I have this schedule. I have this routine. I'm trying to like get over my addiction to cocaine. My life is falling apart. These are all good messages for the kids. Right. And Brendan's out there going, yeah, but dude, getting fucking high school too, right? What if I had some coke right now? That'd be fun. <laughs> we did have some pretty good times on that blow, right? <laughs> yeah. But I've noticed that uh, that Callan and Shab they tend to butt heads a little bit. I yeah. don't think they like each other. They're like when you watch this full thing in its entirety, you can you can see eye rolls here and there, or sighs, mm. or kind of calm down. You know, it, it seems like they're almost at odds. But uh, they well, you keep think the Brian's not reading the internet? Brian knows what's going on. Brian's the one going, dude. This is why everyone hates you. Stop it. I, I got it. I was really surprised going through the comments about how many people were just. Uh, uh, just popping off on on Brendan Schaub, and and if you want to play my number nine, it, like this is, or excuse me, uh, my number eight. This yeah. is one of the reasons why eight. Yeah, man, but, I don't uh, do coke, but I do house. cock. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say coke? I thought we were talking about cock. Me cock. too. I'll sniff your dick from here, bro. I was a cock addict. <laughs> uh, listen, I was a cock addict. I went down some dark places. That's right. If you take my program, giving up cocks are us. It's, it's only gay. You too can quit sucking dick. Right. Right, I'm sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. God, yeah, he opened God. up, and now you bring cock. I'm so me. sorry, dude. That's the gayest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> what was the joke there? Cocks. Cock sounds like coke. Is it close? Is it like yeah. similar? Snort some cock. Yeah, yeah. hilarious. Yeah, spelled it wrong. <laughs> Pretty good stuff there. They do uh, a little bit more cocaine riffing in my number seven. I would invite the three of us to a cocaine party. Look at these noses. His <laughs> yeah. nose is built. I uh, know. Sharp. That sharp nose on the table. But he's got. Well, a, that is it's a, a good-looking beak. Snowblower. It's, but it's a good-looking beak. Yeah. It's a good-looking beak. I'm not yeah. Mad yeah. Don't don't put a mound of cocaine in front of us. That's true. No. But he's got it from no. here. But he's yeah. 32. He's still got his. He's still got his youthful looks. Yeah. He's a good-looking. I've never done cocaine ever in my life. Are you serious? No. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I know. He seems very excited about it for a guy who's never done it. Fucking awesome, isn't it? I've never done it. I don't know. What do I know about it? I hear it smells good. Yeah, I don't think he's put anything uh, foreign substance into his body. No. I can't wait until they get Artie Lang on the show and teasing with speedballs for an hour and a half. <laughs> I really got a couple of rails right over here. Uh, I got a syringe. Uh, 
You yeah. remember how much good time you had back then, right? Yeah, I'm done eating this chili, so this spoon really, there's no reason <laughs> for it to be out. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with this guy? If I can wrap up the Coke talk, uh, yeah. my number nine is a uh, great uh, question from the audience. Chet, since you mentioned uh, you did have the cocaine thing with the party, I'm just curious... Did your dick work when you were doing? Oh, using definitely cooking? not. That's okay, not, I, that's no, what I was curious. Hey, no, definitely. Good not. question. <laughs> Gay it was a good question. <laughs> no, it's a, a good question. It's a good question because yeah, yeah. no, that's why they say uh, <laughs> you know God invented cocaine. It's good for you, but your wiener doesn't work. Uh, yeah. It's a sense of humor. God said that. I don't remember God saying Coke is good for you. Yeah, Galatians chapter three, and thus snorting Coke will give you limp dick. Also, God didn't invent cocaine. That's like saying God invented plastic. Like that shit, like guys had to figure that shit out. God invented cocaine. God looks like Brian Cranston. Yeah, there's some steps there. You can't just grow cocaine. It's not that. That's why God invented meth, because it's awesome. And on the third day. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. I want to uh, switch gears a little bit because at a certain point, they start talking about their dads. And Brian's dad was like the, the toughest guy that's that's ever lived and um so brian is explaining how tough his dad is and then chet says his grandfather was also extremely tough they're cut from a different cloth cut from a different cloth yeah. bro yeah, my grandpa would eat he, he would eat fucking uh you know like a, a drumstick a chicken yeah, yeah. he would eat it the whole He'd thing the bone, bone yeah. and everything bullshit that's not true how would you even do that think that'd be a choking hazard, wouldn't it? Nobody eats the whole drumstick bone at all. Does he mean putting the whole thing in his mouth and just pulling out the well, bone? Well, that's what I thought he was talking about at first. And then he says, no, I, I ate the whole thing bone and all. It's like, what? Is your grandfather a goat? Yeah, right. A, I don't think that's a, a thing, <laughs> uh, to be honest with you. And then because they're talking about dads, um, Brendan says something that's pretty funny. My you know, dad still doesn't understand what I do. Nobody does. It's not just your dad who doesn't understand what you do because it's like, well, you're a comedian, but you're not funny and you're a podcaster, but you can't talk. Like, how do you explain to your dad? Like, no, I'm a professional. Like, I, I doubt it. I don't think so. Sure, sure he's very proud of him, though. And he, he talks about how after he did his first Showtime special, his dad asked him, oh, how did your speech go? That's actually a more <laughs> accurate description of what that Showtime special was. <laughs> it wasn't a comedy show. <laughs> It was more of a speech. Okay. Did, did the teacher like it? <laughs> yeah. Did you get a good grade on it? Good right. job, buddy. Tussled his hair. Yeah. And then uh, one more clip for, on the, the dad talk here. So this is just how tough guys were, you know, in that that day and age. Well, my grandfather yeah. just snack on rocks. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's yeah. like they're old. Oh, yeah. He actually played soccer with rocks yeah. growing up. Yeah, he Just told a me. big boulder. Yeah, yeah. They would just kick rocks. Doing scissor kicks and shit. Nope. Um, so I, I want to point out here, this is more of a visual, but I'll explain it. Right at the beginning of this, I don't know if he's going for a joke. I, I hope he is. But look at Brian's reaction to Brendan saying, my grandfather snacked on rocks. Well, my grandfather yeah. just snacked on yeah. rocks. It's like, you know, it's yeah. like they're old. Oh, yeah. He actually played soccer. With <laughs> he goes, no. no he yes. <laughs> That's what I mean. If you watch this, yeah. you can see all these eye rolls. And these <laughs> yeah. It just seems like these two are just done with each other, but they keep going because it's a popular show. It sounds like a Grandpa Simpson thing to say that he snacked on rocks. Yeah, I mean, we were pretty poor back in those days. Even that got cut from the script. You had to eat rocks. You know, my Grandpa went uh, to school uphill both ways with no shoes on. Yeah. Too. Do you believe all those stories, Brendan? Idiots. So 
Then they start talking about dog attacks and getting attacked by dogs for some reason. And that leads us to a conversation about what animals have the strongest bite. And this is the thing about Brendan Schaub that I I can't understand. He feels like he needs to know stuff when he'd be so much better off just not talking. Like this, This doesn't have anything to do with anything in the conversation. He doesn't need to even make this claim. You know what the strongest bite is? Huh. Oh, Croc- hippo, right? Nile crocodiles. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, so they, these guys are in Australia. And also the saltwater crocodile. The guys in Australia, three guys. But mammals, mammals uh, isn't it a jaguar or no, a hyena? No, no, not compared to a... Uh, no, but I'm saying that's, that's you know... Mammals amphibious. maybe, but... But, but I'm uh, saying mammal is a jaguar I think it's or a gorilla. hyena. I think it's a gorilla. I don't think so. I think so. it's a, ma- uh, a silverback. But but the saltwater crocodile, this fucking Ten thing... Ten strongest animal bite force in the world, too. Yeah. Let's see it. Like, why even fact check that? It's not, who cares? Whatever. It's, they're all, they all bite really hard. Yeah, I know something too. You're right. It's like, okay. First off, it doesn't help the conversation at all to just tell your co-host that he's wrong about something. Like, okay, whatever. I mean, we, we could look at it later if you're really that concerned about it. But then just break the flow up and then we have to start fucking doing the middle-aged men Google in real time thing that they do in order to figure this out. And then I have another example <laughs> of Brendan Schaub like trying to be smart, but it's not helping the conversation in any way. And of course, also he's very wrong. So this is Chet talking about rehab and how that helped him. You got to be the poster boy for rehab because most, correct me if I'm wrong, most rehab, I think the success rate's like 2%. Well, no, I, it's, I bring it up, Chen. Want to bet on rehab? Yeah, rehab. No, hey, I mean success it's, rate of rehab. It's terrible. I saw it yesterday. The success rate for any you know drug so and alcohol bad. abuse is terrible. Really? But that's because it's people don't have. So but but that's because like this is what I'm saying is that it requires more like a like it's an ongoing thing, right? Like like I'm a big like forty two percent. Oh, okay, forty two percent. All right, well, you got the two right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're just off by a mile. No biggie. Yes. And. The whole point of this conversation, correct me if I'm wrong, Brandon, the whole point of this is like Chet's trying to inspire people to fix themselves and and, and seek help. And fucking this idiot running shot the whole time is just going, yeah, that doesn't work. Yeah. That's a dumb idea. <laughs> Deliberately not getting the point. <laughs> yeah, like I, would, I wouldn't even go to rehab. What a waste of fucking time and money. No one gets cured from that. He's I'm like, uh, sitting right next to him. He's like, no, but I, I did. This is how to do it. There's a way. Maybe he goes through this um, process every single show where he's like, well, fuck, I can't tell a joke. Maybe I can come up with some facts. Oh, can't do that. <laughs> can't do that. Maybe I can he just, just scowl darts. at Brian. He just keeps throwing darts at the wall. Yeah. He's hitting the ceiling every time. He's himself. <laughs> yeah, and a constant complaint from the listeners seem to be that Brennan just will not stop interrupting people. He Correct. just interrupts everybody, whether it's his co-host or his guest. Well, okay, let me let me play this clip then. Because they're just talking over each other. These guys have been doing a show for so long together. How do they not have chemistry with each other at this point? Any role that you book, it's like you have to fucking earn that shit. Plus, well, think about the amount of people money. People don't realize well, this. Think about the amount of money, like for the movie that goes into making a movie, the directors, all the props, your the, the actors sets. that so you choose. They're not gonna be like, oh, Tom, yeah. Tom Hanks called. No. We got to put a son if in. Anything, like everyone's ass is on the if line. If anything, yeah, it can exactly. work against you. See, what I'm picking up there is that Brian knows that Brennan has no idea what he's talking about. And he's trying to save him. Like, dude, sh- stop it. Stop talking. Let me explain this. Because Brian Kalen's actually been on TV shows. He actually understands how Hollywood works. So he's just like, well, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. They play director's money. Okay, sh- 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 shut up. Shut up. The adults in the room are talking. Can you just be quiet for a minute? I'm watching him. He's trying very hard not to talk over mostly Shab. Right. Uh, but it's very difficult in this scenario to... 
to to make a point. And to Brandon's point, he's shaking his head. He's going, no, yeah, no, yeah. don't, no, don't go down that road. You're an idiot. Please stop. <laughs> I can only imagine what it's like to be on a show that pays you well. So you want to be on it. It's working out for you. And all you do is read about how shitty that show is because of your partner. Nah, so I, I should ask Anthony Kubia what that's like. It sounds like it's really fucking annoying to have to do that. People ask me that all the time. <laughs> Wait, what? Sorry. <laughs> All right, I've been hogging this, uh, Brandon. What else did you pick up on? Uh, let's talk about Chet's whip. That's my number 11. Okay. You just yeah. got a new whip. Yeah. Good for you, man. Yeah, I got the Lambo truck. And when you post that, it's always, when you post that stuff, you're doing for inspiration? Because I'm sure people are like, oh, show off or whatever. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, uh, it is for inspiration. I mean, you know. I, it's the best SUV on the market. I've had them all. I, I have love one of those. It. Favorite SUV I've ever I driven. love it. Yeah. Really? I love By it. Far. Yeah, I'm far, posting yeah. this shit to, so, to show people what can really be achieved when you drop all your fucking bullshit bad habits and just fucking commit to your own self-improvement in your what was yeah, personal what was your turn yeah, Brian? wish it want it do it Again, <laughs> that's relatable i see chet hanks driving a lamborghini yeah. i say i want one i manifest it tom hanks is my dad and i get a lamborghini this is going to work out great yeah so all you have to do is be born into a different family and mm -hmm. you can have a totally different life okay that's when you start posting things for inspiration and <laughs> yeah. not, not lording them over people right yeah that was the one thing he didn't actually include when he listed all the things that he does he is an instagram influencer too is he embarrassed right. by his, his influencer status is that not cool anymore with the kids what's going on no no he's he's not showing off that lamborghini to brag or anything he's just showing that if you work hard like he does that right. you can have one and you know i i've had some communication with chad hanks myself actually and okay. uh, that's my my clip 10 that i've actually signed up for this program I started my uh, the self mastery program uh, a year ago. It was on January first, right? It's online fitness, nutrition, and mindset coaching. I assign people their ideal training plan, custom to their body, their nutrition plan, custom to their body, and I hold Zoom calls once a week where we can speak directly one on one or in a group, right? So there's different packages, but that's where we get into the deeper stuff, the mindset stuff, the motivational stuff. So when we found out about this on the Drew and Mike show, I decided to actually <laughs> inquire, yeah. not because I want to get buff or anything. I just wanted to see what it's all about, if Chet himself would actually reach out to me. And he did. He gave me these expensive-ass classes, all these different packages. They're like 250 bucks a month uh, to be life-coached by Chet Hanks. But it's a write-off for you because it's show content. I don't want to peel back the curtain, but... <laughs> well, I, I never ended up uh, signing up. And In fact, when I didn't reply after 48 hours, he texted me again and lowered oh. the prices and lowered the prices again. <laughs> <laughs> There's a trick for you if you want to do this. Yeah, That's yeah, hilarious. I do, give, I do give him credit to trying to better his life, but uh, if anybody goes on his Instagram... They do know that he does flaunt his lifestyle and acts a little badass, and so I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't commit to that program. That's the worst sales technique possible. Yeah. Do you want to buy this thing? How much is it? Two fifty? No, I don't. How about one twenty five? <laughs> no, I thought it was worth something. Now I don't think it's worth anything. <laughs> no, no, thank you. It didn't seem feasible either because with the with the packages, he's like, hey, you'll get one hour a week with me on Zoom, and I mean, how many people can possibly sign up? In order before his entire week is consumed by Zoom calls, <laughs> <laughs> you can stretch him a little thin if he's successful at this. Is what you're saying? It's a good point. He um, does it all. Though. Uh, let me just wrap this with: uh, he's an actor, musician. Now he's a wellness coach. Yep. But he's got bigger aspirations here, and that's my number twelve. 
would he be interested in a celebrity boxing match and who would he want to fight? And Antonio is suggesting Andrew Tate. Too yeah, scary. I would be interested in a celebrity boxing match. That's kind of why I'm, I'm trying oh, to like... Oh, it is. Well, I mean, I want to be ready for it if I, if they ever get a great offer for that. <laughs> you got to put those things out into the universe, see what happens. Yeah, no, he's going he's gonna to be a boxer as well. So there's, there's, there's nothing Chet Hanks can't do. You know what we should take on is celebrity boxing champion, Stuttering John Melendez. <laughs> <laughs> that Dude. would be a matchup worth checking out. That'd be great. I don't think Stutcho's got the stamina these days. No? Hmm. No, I don't. I've seen pictures of him. And it looks like he's made his, his comeback to Twitter, and he's posted some photos, and he yeah. just looks uh, we'll, the beer's still flowing. And we'll get into that. Brandon did some good prep for the show today. Um, I want to talk about, before we move on, real quick, some spicy pager talk. They're talking about old guy stuff, and they want to know if like Chet Hanks ever had a pager... But my dad knew if he typed like his number, the nine one one. I was mm. like, "Oh shit, here we go." Serious. I'd call him like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I don't know. Is there an emergency?" He's like, "No." So make sure you called me. I'm like, "I'm gonna pay phone, Dad." <laughs> now, not only is that boring and a horrible anecdote, you'll notice that during that, a producer walks in and adjusts Chet's microphone, but barely, but had to touch it and make a noise with it. Mm-hmm. I think the point of that was to just to say like, "You're on a show, asshole." <laughs> just to like let him know that I know you're very comfortable. That's great. You got your Red Bull. You're hanging out with your boys. You're doing a show. Can you please pretend that microphone in front of you is picking up the audio coming out of your mouth that we're then putting out on YouTube? I noticed that as well. I was like, why did he move it like a quarter of an inch? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it it's going to make too much of a difference. It didn't change anything. I think it was just to send a message to him. Would be my guess. Yeah, then Chet immediately touches it and says, oh, this mic? <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, I'll talk into this mic. Okay, okay, yeah. That makes sense. All right. Anything else you want to play from this uh, episode? I only have one more clip. It's my 15, and it's just... It, it, there's actually about 150 of these within this hour and a half, but I only collected a handful of them. Uh, Chet has a crutch. At the, end, at the end of the yeah, at the end of the day, the, at the end of the day, but, at the end of the day, the, at the end of the day, it's just, I'm just being myself at the end of the day. Oof. There were a lot of those. I probably should have spent another hour putting them all together, but I only grabbed about six of them. But yeah, no, that's plenty. The next thing you knew, it was the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, I would have had this done. What a weird crutch. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a new one. Okay, all right. Well, in that case, I think it's time to move on to the cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. And actually, we have an interesting cringe of the week this week. It's the cringe of the week rebuttal. Oh, as you know. We had the biggest problem in the universe on as the cringe of the week on this past episode because Dick was trying to get Vito to say the word where for three and a half minutes and it never happened. And uh, people sent that into me, by the way, just so you know, Dick, Vito, people <laughs> send these things into me, but then I play them on my show and then they got to get uh, the last word in. And Chris, have you seen this yet? I did. Okay. This is the fucking funniest thing I've ever seen. Can you believe that fuck Carl is putting us on cringe, on the cringe of, the week? of the week? Yeah. Carl. Carl from oh, Clubfoot Carl. Who from are these socials these podcasts, or whatever the fuck? Who are these socials? Where he goes through his Twitter feed and goes, hey, can you believe what the liberals are saying this week? Here, here, Carl. Uh, I got a bit. Here, I got a bit for you. Uh-oh. See if this makes it on your cringe of the week. Are you ready, Vito? <laughs> yeah. Hi. <laughs> Hey, Vito, Vito. All right, so he's got that, an awful photo of me, 
And he's doing that old Conan O'Brien thing where he's taking the mouth out of the photo and now his mouth is replacing the mouth. Wait, wait, wait. time out, time out. In the photo. What do you mean awful photo? This is a headshot that you must have selected. Well, yes, it's not a great, not a great one. So um, (laughs) thanks for pointing that out. (laughs) You're the best. First and last appearance. Have you seen this yet, Brandon? I have not, but I'm very interested. This is fucking hilarious. I don't know how much I want to play because it goes on for a while, but it's very funny. Zito, have you watched my new show? A grandpa, grandpa ranting about social media? What are you laughing at, Vito? I'm trying to do my plug over here. I'm Carl. I'm Carl from Brody's Podcast. Bazinga. I'm from the 90s. I'm from the 90s, Vito. Tell me about your Simpsons cover band, Carl. Giddy up, Jerry. Friends is on at eight before Seinfeld. I'm Carl. I have 20 podcasts. Jesus Christ. I'm Carl from Where Are These Podcasts? Wait till you hear Vito. Vito. We got Chrissy Mara on again this week. We got Chrissy Mayer on, the funniest lady on the internet, Vito. Vito, what are you laughing at? That's cringe. Oh, no, that's... I'm so glad you've done this. I'm so glad. You said what? Come check out my band. We we play Ween or Peen or some fucking band that no one likes, so all the music sounds like shit already. Oh, this is too good. Come to our show. We're selling $400 Meet Carl tickets before the show. That was funny again. All right. This goes on and on. People... Check out the uh, episode 70 of Biggest Problem in the Universe on the Biggest Problem in the Universe YouTube channel. About 16 minutes in, you can watch that. It goes on for a few minutes. It's very funny. It's good. It's pretty pretty good. And then uh, when I did the crossover show with Dick, I got up to take a pee before the show started like I always do. Dick took advantage of that by taking a screenshot of my background here. And with his green screen, is now doing his show from my house. <laughs> so he comes on the latest Dick Show episode, and he's like, ah, oh, look at I'm fucking Carl with my background. Look at I like the Simpsons. Ugh. Every guy Carl's age likes the Simpsons. And I just want to say to you, Dick Masterson, we're almost the same age. We would have been in the same high school together if my parents had stuck over the border in Arizona and brought me to this country. So don't start with this shit like, oh, yeah, you're a different generation than I am. We're practically the same fucking age, asshole. Sound a little sensitive today, Carl. I'm a little sensitive today. <laughs> Getting beat up all over the place. Hey, I have a special announcement. Very exciting. I'm officially booked to be on Harrison Young's show. Hey. Topic time next Wednesday, January 4th at 5 p.m. So that'll screw up our usual schedule for our Wednesday show, but whatever. We'll figure it out. I'm very excited to talk to Harrison Young. If there's anything that you want me to get to the bottom of, please send me your questions via email or Twitter or whatever you can do to get a hold of me. Start a Reddit thread. Whatever. Don't care. Did he book you through your your phone line again, or did he actually have communication one-on-one? Yeah, he um, he called my voicemail. This is what's funny is that he called my voicemail. I text him back. He texts me back, back and forth, back and forth. And then he calls my voicemail again when he's like, hey, Carl, are you available on the 4th? So I don't see it. So then days go by. He calls me again. Are you available? So then I texted him today. I finally saw him. I was checking my voicemails today. And uh, thankfully, he hadn't filled the slot yet. But that is such a boomer thing to do. 
<laughs> I'm calling back because you sent me a text. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> just fax me. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> Ain't no fax checking. <laughs> right? That's the problem. Um, by the way, bad news, everyone. Chad Zumach's been promoting on his uh, live streams that he does for eight or nine people who all hate him that he's got these uh, these stand-up shows for his birthday, December 26th and 27th. The 26th was canceled. Oh. He claimed that there were no flights. Mm. He's done that before, by the way. Claimed that he couldn't do a show because there were no flights. Um, yeah, I mean, no one bought tickets is really what the problem is. The fact that he thinks that he can do two nights in a row in the same venue is insane. Even if it is your birthday. <laughs> yeah, even on your birthday. <laughs> that's not going to happen. I, I believe he did have the show last night on his birthday. Um, from what I heard, there was like 30 people there. I don't know. Mm. If anyone knows more, I'd love to get double digits an update on that. You're saying you called the box office and found out. <laughs> I did not. I don't I don't do that sort of thing. But if I was Chad, I would know specifics, I suppose. Brandon, you did some some prep, and I'm glad that you did because you reminded me we should be checking out the last episode we did was the worst of 2022. And of course, I put a poll up on our subreddit so that the listeners could vote on who they thought brought the worst show in 2022. So right now, Tom Myers versus the rest of the world is in a slight lead over two bears, one cave. Damn. What do you think about that? When does this uh, expire? Two days and three hours? Well, yeah, I, we still I, got time. I voted for two bears in one cave. Um, I, I just, I'm sick of Vinny uh, bringing the <laughs> the easy one, the, the, the clean victory with uh, Tom yeah. Myers back to back. Exactly. It's enough already, Vinny. <laughs> But I can see, I understand why people uh, would vote for that one. But I'm going to go with two bears in one cave. Two more days. Get your votes in, people. Speaking of Tom Myers, oof, he burned me good. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> he burned me real good with this tweet. Look at this shit. So uh, apparently he saw that we were uh, goofing on his show. And he said, hey, podcast Karen Hamburger. Oh, I know. It's already... It's already pretty rough right there. Even though you cut the laughs that occurred after the punchlines, like you did with my stand-up video, thanks for bringing new fans again to the podcast this weekend when I took off. I'll Venmo you a dollar. Uncle Rico says hi, by the way. This is why Shuli's such an idiot. <laughs> he, he has a he has a low cow out like Tom Myers. Tom Myers is like, I am someone. He's like yeah. the jerk being in the fucking phone book. I'm a somebody. <laughs> I'm on a boat. <laughs> yeah, fucking idiot. He's seven likes on Facebook for that one. So in your face, Carl. God damn it. He got me good with that one. So I was thinking about this. And if I had had more time, I might have pulled this together. But so he's claiming that I cut out the laughs that he gets after his punchlines on his show. Maybe I should make a supercut of just the reactions to his jokes. You mean just Jeff Heisen? Just, just, just Jeff Heisen going, oh. Yeah. Because literally, they're not even laughs. The reactions are usually like gasps, disbelief. <laughs> mouth, <laughs> random what? mouth noise. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Or the pity one that's a second and a half late. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right, yes. That is the only time that there's a chuckle. It's so late, you know it's not genuine. All right, it can't possibly be. The other friends in the room just realized, oh, shit, that was a punchline. Oh, that, oh he's not talking anymore. Uh, <laughs> oh, I think it's, it's your, your turn, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I think the joke is over. Oh, geez. Um, another thing that you put in your prep, I don't usually have guests on who send me like a whole prep sheet. You know, I like I appreciate that. My, Sorry, buddy, my, my buddy Blind Mike does that uh, for WATS, which is great. 
Um, but you also let me know that there's a brand new episode of Free Water that just came out yesterday. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Because that's absurd. Now, I had a theory not too long ago where I said when we stopped talking about Patrick Michael regularly, he was kind of bummed out about it. Yeah. Like, he likes it when we talk about him, which is why he was talking about us so much for a while there. Like, hey, guys, uh, we're mixing it up, right? (laughs) We're still doing this, right? And uh, so this latest episode, Patty Seacuffs, once again, is letting people know that he wants the attention. He was acting like he didn't want the attention, but he does. And he comes out of the gate on this new episode of Free Water, and he is pretty pumped. Oh, whoa. You know? Whoa, you know? That's what I say. And that's, I don't know, who gives a shit? Guys, I say whoa simply to start the show because I'm going to rhyme and they're not going to know, and that's fine. God, I feel like a fucking idiot. I want to start over. I already want to start over. But truthfully, I say whoa because it's like, guys, every time I listen to this fucking intro music, much like you, I'm pumped. I get ready to go. I'm out there living living a, a, a life of a Viking. Truth be told, not a good, not not so good. <laughs> not so good. I agree. <laughs> What's interesting about this, Brandon's a professional podcaster. I mm. am. Producer Chris is here. Mm. And the easiest part of the podcast is the beginning. You could have a little intro for yourself. And doing one by yourself is very difficult. But you would think that, like, out of the gate, you'd know what you're going to talk about or something. Like, set the table. Yeah, at least that first sentence, maybe the first paragraph. And then you start winging it. Right. Yeah, right. Today, we're going to get into, and you got a bullet list. Like, ah, hey, we're going to do this, going to do that. And they're like, ah, okay. So, uh, that's fine. I understand that. It's not fine. (laughs) It's not good either. So, here's here's the problem that's going on for Patty Seacups. He's recognizing the fact that things have plateaued for him. The show's getting a little stagnant with the audience growth. I've not felt as if I've, I've, I've garnered new people. We've been steady. There's a, there's a group of you out there. And I like that. That's fine. But we got to grow. And I don't want to put in any work to help the show grow. <laughs> I don't want to put in any work to help the Patreon grow. All right, so I guess it's up to me then. <laughs> so is he talking to the audience to get out there and peddle this? He's literally giving me an assignment. Okay. I think, like, hey, Carl, you don't talk about me very much anymore. It's not helping. Come on. I'm not going to do shit. Wow. Did you listen to this episode, Brandon? I did not. No, I only saw that it was posted, so I put it in my prep. I figured you'd go through it and break yep. it down oh, first, yeah. but it's... It is amazing that he, yeah, he's basically putting his listeners to task. Maybe spread the word. Maybe buy me a billboard or some shit. He doesn't even explain. Yeah, he just says, what the fuck? We're not growing. I mean, I'm not doing anything to make it grow, but still. Not only that, he actively makes it difficult to find his show. He changes the name. He's got a YouTube channel that's very difficult to find. A new one, which we'll get to that in a little bit. But I just like the fact, this is what's great about Patty Seacops, is back to original form is to thwart yourself and then complain about it. 
ah, I can't figure out why I'm not more successful. And fuck you for listening. Yeah. I'm going to make it even harder to find next time. You'll never find my new show. <laughs> You'll almost never like, find it. I'm looking at the exact same episode like last year. I'm pretty sure I've heard these words come out of his mouth before. But one of my big questions is, does he still open up brand new podcasts like he used to? Um, you know, I don't know. How the fuck would anyone know? That's the problem. We got the equipment and the perfect business plan. Give our show away for free and tell no one how to find it. If there was a link tree or something, I would know. But I, there's no way to know. Like He literally starts podcasts that no one's ever found. Damn, where's Podcast Hitman when you need him? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, I know. He's a couple miles down the road in McCormick County Jail. Yeah. It's funny you say that because he does bring him up. But before I get into that, I want to point out that there is an existential crisis happening in, in Patty's broken skull right now. <laughs> what am I even doing? What am I even doing? What is this? Should we start over? Should I delete all of this? Should I go back to the nine-minute podcast? Oh, that's a cry for help right there. Oh, no. This things aren't working out the way you hoped. Oh, I'm sad. I want him to keep doing this. Wow. That's why I'm going to play this next clip. Because I literally wrote my notes, few. <laughs> Aside from the quenching, we got some more stuff to talk about. I'm excited about it because I have actual points I need to make. Okay, good. All right. Thank God. Because he's going, why do I even do this? What even is the point? And then he goes, oh, that's right. I wrote down a couple, couple of things I want to talk about. That's right. I have actual points that I want to make. Could you imagine being excited because you have actual points that you want to make? And how would he forget? Because he never seems to do prep. You'd think he'd be like excited about this. He is excited about it, but he's he excited that he forgot remembered. Yeah, Who wrote this down? All right, I'm by myself. Today on WATP, I have actual points that I want to make. <laughs> <laughs> if there's time. Okay. So now this is the reason why we haven't been reviewing his show is because Podcast Hitman behind bars, not pulling the clips for me. Not doing the work that I need. But I do have some very fun information here that I found out. And I do realize, ever since our friend, one of my biggest fans, found himself, you know, locked away for the rest of his life, <laughs> it's probably hard for these guys to clip my show or promote me the way that they used to. Oh, wow. I had no idea that I hit the nail on the head. <laughs> you really did. Yeah, that funny. He still thinks that Podcast Hitman was the secret to his success all these years. Like, no, I pull the clips. I'm the one pulling the clips. This ain't the fucking Uncle Rico show. I'm actually listening to the shows and pulling the clips. How dare you? Did I detect a little sympathy for uh, Mr. Hitman? <laughs> you think so? Yeah. My, my biggest think? fan, and he woke up one day locked away oh, for the rest of his life. Poor like, guy. Was there anything in between that happened? Turns out my target audience are all crazy people. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And on that, can you at least let his listeners know why uh, why that in particular person is uh, locked behind bars for the rest of his life? Has he ever mentioned the no. uh, the entire murder and mutilation of a body in the basement? That's the thing about Patty Seacops, and a lot of podcasters do it, some to better effect. But he assumes that everyone knows the backstory of everything he's talking about, but he's very vague about everything. So I know. Producer Chris knows. Brandon knows, but anyone who turns on the show just be like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? What, is this, what does any of this mean? Almost like he's podcasting for your audience. He is. He is podcasting for our audience. And I think I know that for a fact because he points out that we get some bad co-hosts on here sometimes. He's going give to me, give me some pointers, I think. There are too many of them, and I'm sure some of them are good. 
but I think I could throw in a Jackass movie if I wanted to quench the need before hearing a guy with glasses and a woman's blouse trying to tell me what's cool. And if they were actually worth a damn, they wouldn't even associate with these third-tier comedians like Kevin Brennan and Gino Bisconti. Like, these these are your guys? These are the guys that you're like, fucking, hell yeah, dude. I talk to famous people. and the, all you, Dude, you if you guys want bigger names on the show, simply ask them. You don't have to get Kevin Brennan or Anthony Cumia. I mean, I get it. Sure, historically, it'll do okay for your podcast, but you're simply just drawing a bunch of fans that are in their mid-50s. <laughs> Is that what you want? Well, okay. Let me explain this to Patrick <laughs> Michael. If he's not listening, someone can get this back to him. He's talking directly to you, Carl. I know. It's not that I, I want Anthony Cumi and Gina Bisconti on my show. It's because Trey Peacock won't get back to me. We've reached <laughs> out to him. He just won't do the show. I want Trey Peacock. I have to settle for Anthony Cumia. You understand this, right? Or you can get a huge get, like the fourth mic on a Detroit local podcast. <laughs> well, <laughs> that would not be difficult to do. That's for sure. So this is kind of interesting because um, he starts talking about why people would even like Anthony Cumia. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is the best version, right? Or wait, is Anthony Cumia your guy? He must be, right? He must be most of these guys' fucking hero. And it's it's bizarre, dude. That's bizarre. I'd rather have Barney be my fucking hero than Anthony Cumia. Give me a break. Sure, the guy's funny, but what is the obsession? These are the same guys, too, I imagine, that would say the same shit about Pete Davidson. Like, the fucking guy's the best. He's fucking, he's fucking awesome, dude. He's fucking all these, these hot-ass girls, dude. That's fucking kick-ass, dude. Yeah, why would you like a comedy podcast hosted by a really funny guy? Yeah, I don't know. I can't figure that one out. That's a good question there, dummy. That's weird. It's like uh, Anthony Cumia didn't, I don't know, build his own, <laughs> his entire podcast network. He's got some listeners, so yeah. I think there's something to admire there. Yeah, he goes, I don't even know why you like this guy's comedy show. He's, I mean, he's a hilarious comedian, don't get me wrong, but why do you like his comedy show? Like, well, that, you just answered your own question, dummy. That's Because you're in correspondence why. with him that... It's it's almost like he, you're doing this show only for Anthony and, and Anthony's fans or something. That's the entire reason why you started WATP a few years back. What are you, Chad Zubach now? Is that, is that your conspiracy on this? I just don't understand it. I mean, just because you have a, a good relationship with somebody who happens to be famous, that uh, all of a sudden you're just sucking his balls. <laughs> That's what I've heard. That's what people tell me, yeah. No, no. What does that have to do with Pete Davidson fucking hot celebrities, too? <laughs> I, I love that, like, it's a good thing Patty Seacups only has arguments with himself because he would lose every argument. Like, right now, he's only winning, like, 50% of them. <laughs> he's just arguing with himself. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, these assholes who think Anthony's funny probably think Pete Davidson's really fucking cool. I don't, but okay, why not? I don't even know what one thing has to do with the other. No, not Okay. So then he goes on and pretty much describes stuttering John here and uh, what happened with our, our whole history with Stut Joe. And it worked on me. You get baited into it. You get defensive. You start to fight back. And then you realize, oh, it's this fucking weird game. It's this weird game that you're profiting off of while the other person looks like a fucking tool. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's not a weird game. No. It's a fun format. <laughs> is what I would call it. Yeah. Did he read that from the description on uh, on your show? Is it <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Oh. A real fun game. Yeah. I like that he goes, look at 
there was a time when I fell for this too. Meanwhile, the show is dedicated to me. I think the last one was too, because I was reading our Discord. The people were like, oh, he's talking about Roy again. So he's he's trying to like play it both ways. Like, I, I'm not going to sit there and fucking acknowledge this shit when this guy... I, You know what I think happened? I think that somehow someone sent him a link to our Patreon again or something because he hasn't seen it in a little while. And I think he saw He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? Because that's what pisses everyone off. That's why John stopped podcasting because Uncle Rico's doing so well. That's what really... Like, Chad gets really annoyed with that. He wants to call us, like, hacks and say how shitty we are. He's like, I mean, he's doing well. I mean, there's fans and people enjoy it, but no one's going to go to DabbleCon. I mean, it's sold out all the VIP tickets already more than a month ahead of time, but no one's, no one's going to that place. Seamus must be so pissed off at Chad Zumach getting all this airtime on yes. your show. Why exactly. That's exactly what's happening. So he obviously wants us talking about him again. But uh, yeah, I would like to have a lot more people listen to the show. So if somebody could clip this, send it out there to our friends, Roy and Kyle. What are their names? Oh, that uh, old gag. He doesn't know the names. Yeah. That's always a good one. I always like but that. But you want a favor from us. Uh, Brendan, you're a radio veteran. Is yeah. that one of the moves you do where you like act like you're rivals? You know, I don't even know who they are. I've never heard their show. What oh, are their names? Yeah. Kind of like when Howard Stern came to the Detroit market. Oh, well, who's this guy? Just completely ignore it and maybe it'll go away. Like it doesn't do in any other market. Yeah. It's, it's always a good gag. You're really, I'm like, no, you know who I am. Come on, man. Is that Roy? How dare you? So then he decides to call out Gino Bisconti directly. He must have seen a YouTube video I posted or something. This is so bizarre. Oh, but wait, Gino Bisconti, where are you? Hey, what's your show called? In Hot Water? Well, this is free water, Daddy. Welcome. Whoa, that's some good editing right there. Hitting the post. Tied the whole concept together nicely. That was pretty good. In hot water. It's kind of like my show. But my show's more free. <laughs> yeah, he's complaining. He's going to have to like change it to a $1.50 water or something. I don't know. He's got he's to gotta up that revenue. This is actually pretty funny because Patty Seacups thinks the concept of free water is absurd. And that someday people are going to look back at the show and be like, What? Someone 30 years from now could find this podcast and be like, free water, that's pretty funny. Water is free, right? Is it? No. no. It's not. You pay a water bill. Yeah. If you're not in a shitty apartment that's just like baked into your rent, you have to pay for bottled water. Like, water is not free. <laughs> <laughs> but in his life, he's just like, yeah, no, water it comes from the sky. It's, it's totally free. <laughs> <laughs> he's been talking to Tony Michaels. Yeah, I could do with a giant funnel in a swimming pool. <laughs> This is the look on the guy person's face in 2052 when he stumbles across this uh, this podcast. Thirty uh, years down the road, I think well, someone's going to see this podcast and be like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. I mean, you can't find it now. Thirty years from now, <laughs> yeah, I know. Good point. <laughs> It'll be a delicious vintage. It'll be in the Smithsonian by then. Yeah. All right. So, like I said, I think Patty Seacups recently saw the success that we're having. It is quite impressive when you break it down. You're like, oh, fucking these guys were able to somehow bring a fan base from radio mm -hmm. to their podcast and, you know, pay their bills from it. But the idea of repeating yourself by simply talking about the same thing so often, sort of using the same jabs to try to get somebody to react, 
it's kind of hack at this point, is it not? I mean, how many new shows are we going to get? How many new podcasts are going to come out where that's their thing? Do we want you? To, do you want us talking about you or not? It's just very confusing. A lot of mixed messages going on here. I think it's overall. I think what he's his, the summation of that is uh, less stuttering John talk on all these different shows. Less less Chad yeah, Zuma. You're right. More Patty C cups. More Seamus. That's a good point. I think you might be right about that. So this next clip I thought was funny because every now and again Patty C cups cracks himself up. Like, he thinks of something that might be happening, and he's tickled by it. Not only discords and reddits and shit like that, but I bet these motherfuckers have a group text. Right? Just like the main hosts, they all group text together. Hey, did you hear, did you hear, what, <laughs> did you hear what Kumi said today? <laughs> hey, Opie's on your real one. Look what Opie's doing. I wonder if we could get Shuli on the podcast. You know what I mean? Like, that's the, <laughs> it's so weird, man. It's so weird. And I sit here and try to give a fuck about how my podcast sounds. We should try harder. <laughs> I, I got to boost the levels by 10 dB to get it as loud as it is that we're hearing right now. Uh, a thousand percent. Is he laughing at the concept of you guys all having a group text together? Or is he laughing at his upcoming impression that he was about to make? I don't know. Yeah. I think he thought it was funny that the hosts of these various shows where we actually do each other's shows and we do guest spots and stuff would have a group text. Like, well, yeah, of course we do. Yeah. Yeah. It's not uncommon. It's not it's a, a chat team. room. <laughs> it's, it's not uncommon for us to communicate with each other ahead of time when we're going to do shows. I, I do like that idea that we're just like, hey, do you guys see what Opie's doing? Yeah. Hey, do you guys see that? <laughs> do you guys see about this? And usually whenever he cracks himself up, everything grinds to a halt because he totally distracted himself. Yeah, I know. Like, oh. like, oh, that was really funny. <laughs> God, I just reminded myself that Opie was asked what he thinks about uh, dabblers. I don't have the clip. I was I actually saw it on Steel Toe. They were talking about it. And Opie's going, I don't know what that is. Can someone tell me what that is? I know you guys are all getting crack it up because you're asking me about dabblers. I don't know what that is. Who knows? You think so? He might be that out of it. Opie's yeah. pretty out of it. Sure. <laughs> All right. So then this is the crazy part of this episode of free water. When he's talking about what sounds like a lot about me, we've had Anthony on, we've had Gino on, we talk about Opie, we've had Shuli on, like all of these names he's throwing out there. I'm like, okay, you know, yeah, but I, your name isn't Roy. I don't get it. <laughs> well, right. He did actually mention my nickname uh, by name as yeah. well. Hmm. How did he come up with Roy? I don't know. It's pretty it's funny. So stupid. <laughs> what did he call Dick again? What was his name for him? I, I forgot. Do you prefer Roy or Kevin? I like them both. I think okay. they're both fun. I'm waiting for someone to start uh, Roy from Where Are These Podcasts? That's the next <laughs> show that's going to crop up. Anyway, so this was an interesting thing because I finally realized, I'm like, oh, he's talking about something totally different. I had no idea. Sure, I get only 1,200 downloads each ep- I mean the one fucking guy was talking about starting at six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Why, dude? <laughs> it's not radio at all anymore. He's talking about Steel Toe. Uh-huh. He's talking about Aaron. So I messaged Aaron, I'm like, dude, where is this coming from? Are you doing fucking bits about Patrick Michael now? And apparently Patty's coming at Steel Toe proactively because I guess Cardiff told Aaron that Patty was talking about him. So Aaron was playing shit on his show this morning because this show came out yesterday. Follow this. So this show came out yesterday. And he's going, what an asshole. He starts the show at 6 a.m., but he's not on the radio anymore. So why is he doing that? I mean, it's a valid question. If I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, damn. 
This guy doesn't want to do a show at noon. <laughs> at noon? <laughs> Fuck off. How's that possible? So he's just really bypassing you, and now he's going right to steal to us. It's bizarre. It is bizarre. I, I guess everything... I can't imagine what the YouTube algorithm is doing to this poor guy, just tormenting him. <laughs> every, every place he turns, he's like, now these people are goofing on Centering John and getting tons of views. Now these people are. That guy, this guy in a fucking rust, wrestling mask. He's got 20,000 people watching this shit. What the fuck? It's got to be very disappointing for him. <laughs> so because all of this is going on, it's all very confusing. At a certain point, he does lose the plot. Of what he's talking about. I feel like we live in a world where so many people cannot entertain themselves. They can pretend to entertain themselves. Then they they put the content up there on, you know, they record the, the them entertaining themselves and say, hey, everyone, look at me entertaining myself. Does this entertain you as well? And sometimes it doesn't work. Look at my podcast, right? <laughs> like it just sometimes it doesn't turn that corner that you hope it does. He seems like he... Thinks he's going to make a point. He's hoping to make a point, And then it doesn't get there. And he's like, ah, fuck. I didn't make the point I was hoping would come out of my I, mouth. I, I want to interview him about this question. Like, yeah. what did you think was going to happen? Right. And and how did you think it was going to happen? Didn't he say he was going to have actual points today? He yeah. has some actual points to make. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, what's with these assholes who just you know, they can't entertain themselves? So they're just entertaining themselves. And other people are entertained by that, too. Like, what's that all about? What? He has points. He just doesn't have them written down. Yeah. It's got about him. He's no Lorenzo Ariola. That's oh. for sure. That guy has some points to make. He's going to make them. He knows <laughs> the deal. All right. This is the last clip I have from uh, this episode of Free Water. But remember, guys, all of my enemies make enough money podcasting to pay their bills. So who's winning? Who's <laughs> who's really winning? Rochester Cass and Electric. Still me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You guys are all beautiful souls. I wish you the best, but this is going to be the last episode ever of Free Water, and I hope I set it up nicely. There will never, ever be a podcast uh, about Casey Anthony through this podcast. That would be a fucked up way to end the to end the entire thing. Like, yeah, this is it. Good luck. Find another fucking dummy to entertain the dummies right what i got real bummed for a second he's like all right this is the last ever episode he's like nah i'm not doing that yeah <laughs> that'd be crazy <laughs> he started the show by saying i wish more people would listen to the show i wish i made more money on my patreon and then he goes ah this is it i'm done <laughs> it's very oh, confused well. do you really believe he's done no 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 not, not for a second he loves it he's been trying to get our attention again he wants to get back in the fold i'm getting him back in the fold yeah he wants to make a little more money, and you can't blame him. He'll he be- still has 13 patrons. <laughs> Double digits. Yeah. He'll be back with slightly more expensive water. <laughs> <laughs> you need to invite him on as a co-host. Yeah. He would never do it. I mean, Dick tried to book him years ago, and he was that was the famous Noon. Noon, get noon the, the fuck out. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Brah. Noon on a Sunday seems pretty reasonable to do a yeah. media appearance, but okay. If you say so. All right. So I mentioned that there is a new YouTube channel and it is at great job show. It's called great job. Awesome. And he has a video on here. Very impressive. There are 4,700 views. This is not from anything that we did over here. Maybe someone else talked about it. I don't know, but it is about Brendan shop. 
So that might be, he might have discovered, a few years ago, I discovered on YouTube, the algorithm loves Cedric John. And Brendan Schaub's another one of these guys. The YouTube algorithm is just like, oh yeah, we'll put that front and center for everyone to see. So this is a, a legit video that's doing very well for him. And I thought I would show this. And because he's crying out for help growing the show, I wanted to let everyone know. At Great Job Show on YouTube. Let's all subscribe. He's got like 109 subscribers. I just signed up today. I don't know if he can block me. He probably will if he can. But uh, yeah. Yeah, here it is. You got uh, a lot of shorts on here. And uh, a lot of video content. And this is a video. 4.7 thousand views. Two weeks ago. Brendan Schaub Addiction, a comedy mystery from November 29th. You want to check this out, Brandon? It's got a lot of views there compared to the other ones, yeah. Well, yeah, the other ones don't have many views at all. That's why oh, it's weird. It's almost like if you put Joe Rogan in the name title, people will click on it. Yeah, like no one cares about Pete Davidson, Theo Vaughn, Chris D'Elia. Those are the other ones he's got on here. He's got some pretty good artwork going, too. Is that AI? I was going to... Oh, it probably is. Yeah. Yeah, good point. All right, let's watch this for a second. Ooh, we got the headphones. <laughs> this is great job, awesome. Now let's clear some things up really quickly. If you haven't already subscribed, do it because it is the easiest way to support the channel. And also, don't forget to join in on those comments. Let me know your thoughts, even if that means you're going to tell me that you like Pete Davidson or you think he's talented. Wait a second. This is not the Patty C Cups that I know. He <laughs> goes, don't email me. Don't reach out. I don't give a fuck. Listen, I talk to you. You don't talk to me. And now he's going, subscribe to my channel. I want it to grow. Let me know what you think. I don't care if it's good or bad. I just need out the people. Who is this guy? <laughs> Eric Zane would never stand for this. <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? Huh. Okay. I still want to hear from you. Before I go too far off track, guys, this is a Brendan Schaub mystery. It's a comedy mystery. And unlike the other channels covering similar content, I'm not going to show the actual clips. <laughs> what kind of weird humble brag is that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to go the professional route. <laughs> oh, I think he explains himself here. Let's see why he's not showing the clips. Particular topic. Okay, but we are going to play them. We are going to play them. The audio might be adjusted a little bit, but that's going to be okay. And you know why? I'm not going to get it. Uh, it's not going to get taken away. It's going to stay up on YouTube. That's the main reason for adjusting the audio to any degree, but I'm not chopping things up at all. Okay, so he's manipulating the audio so there isn't a copyright claim is what I'm hearing there. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll pretend that that's the reason why, not because you don't know how to record from Spotify, because what's <laughs> happening here is he's going to play from the Joe Rogan show and Joe Rogan is only available on Spotify, which is yeah. a little bit of a pain in the ass. I'm not going to lie to you when it comes to clipping things that are Spotify exclusives. Tommy, don't go. Don't you do it, Tommy. <laughs> Anyways, the basis of this video is going to be to share some things that I don't think others have covered. Because maybe they also don't think it's that important, but guys, I do, and I know that you're going to listen, and you do as don't well. Don't say that. That's why you should also subscribe. But anyways, um, I don't think people have talked about this, 
But during a recent Joe Rogan episode with the guest, Kurt Metzger, Joe revealed some things, and these things I've never heard, and believe me, I've heard almost all the other random things, and this is what Shab actually meant when he said, you'd be surprised, because I can guarantee we are all going to be surprised to hear what Rogan says about Shab. Now, it might not be news to you, but it was news to me, and maybe you guys have covered it somewhere else, you know, perhaps Reddit or something like this. But so I get yeah. this. I, I understand why you're setting up this way. How many times have you said something on your podcast? You're like, this is pretty crazy, isn't it? And then you get a thousand people be like, everyone already knew that. Like, okay, sorry. <laughs> so, of course, poor Patty Seacups is going down. He says a thing. I didn't know about it. I don't think you did either, but maybe you did. I'm sorry if you did. Just want to let you know. It's news to me. I think that's a funny way to set up a video. The first two minutes are just like a tutorial about how to listen to this show. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's only a seven-minute video. We're two minutes, 14 seconds in, and he's still talking about like what you're going to hear and why you're going to hear it. And don't beat me up if you already knew about this. Anyway, the video is all about how, I guess, Brendan Schaub was addicted to painkillers. And Joe Rogan talks about before he even knew him. He was addicted to painkillers, which is odd because you fast forward to the show we did today where he's high-fiving Chet Hanks for being a co-cat. He's like, yeah, "Yeah, it's fucking sweet, dude. Let's go. It's like you would think you would have more sympathy for the guy or some empathy if he went through a similar thing. He's never done coke, as he said. He's never done. He's never done coke. No, no, no. Just oxys. (laughs) I mean, it's possible. It sounds sounds about right. All right. Um, So people should sign up for, for that. All right, I want to talk about uh, the return of Stuttering John to social media. I was geeked because I still follow uh, Stuttering John. He's not blocked me yet, so I get to see all his fantastic tweets. And he was gone for you know a big chunk of late November, early December. But, man, he came back, and he came back in force. He did. So he saw Avatar 2, and he loved it. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks it brought a really powerful message. Yeah, us. it's about whales. It's about killing whales. <laughs> Fucking those greedy assholes who just want to turn a profit. Capitalism is bad. I also want you to know that uh, I'm mad at Republicans and Donald Trump did not pay taxes. Yes, there mm-hmm. is a lot of talk about that on here. He retweeted someone talking about things Jesus was and things Jesus was not. It's always good to remind people around Christmas Jesus time. Jesus was a Mexican. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that photo of Jesus and what he actually was looks very Mexican to me. It could be. Yeah, wrong. that dude played bass for Metallica, I think. <laughs> he still does. Oh, all right. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it is my brother's house. He puts a lot of Christmas lights on. Look. Oh, yeah. He's, uh, he's my brother Roy Clark Griswold's house. And his Get joke it. is, the space station uses his house as a directional device. Pretty good. We laughed our asses off. Pretty we good. laughed our asses off. <laughs> Here's another funny one. He says, it was nine degrees here in New York last night, not including the wind chill. I was shaking more than Donald Trump Jr. in withdrawal. That's because Donald Trump Jr. does coke. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is great. He he has the playbill to the Book of Mormon, and he says what a great show it was. But he has to point out the fact that he paid for his ticket because he writes in there worth every penny. Like worth who every- writes that? 
that I spent on my own ticket in that show at Broadway. <laughs> he brought a giant jar of pennies. <laughs> uh, oh, then he posts. Um, so Shuey's got a gig coming up. And someone put Shuey's bio, you know, the comedy club put Shuey's bio on their website so you can read it. And John writes, pot calling the kettle black. I think, though, glory days, one credit of note, LOL. First off, glory days is my thing, asshole, not Shuey's. <laughs> Just want to point that out. I hate that I have to keep saying, like, I know you're mad at Shuey, but you should be more mad at me. But whatever. <laughs> it's fine. But what's so funny about this bio is, like, well, Shuey gain notoriety and fame through the Howard Stern show. But that also talks about all the other things he's done. Jay Thomas show. He's been on comedy tours. He's doing the uncle Rico show now. And of course, you know, the, the BS show that he has and miserable men. So it's got all that stuff in this bio and John acting like, because he has two credits. Anyone would care about like, okay, you win two to one. Good job. I have more. <laughs> I was also in dudes. Where's my car? Oh, right. So he posts this, picture on here december 23rd is just a uh still from the movie where he's behind the two stars of the movie it just says dude all right we remember john you had a fucking cameo in a movie i just want you to know that i and ashton kutcher friends <laughs> yeah we get it very good i am i am glad that john's back on um twitter because he likes to post pictures of him drunk with his friends to prove that he drinks with his friends. Like, no, John, we know that. <laughs> no one no one is saying you don't drink with your friends. No one's ever said once. They're like, you know what I don't think John's doing is going to bars and getting loaded with people. Oh, he looks shit-faced in that picture, too. He looks terrible. He you looks know, like he's 15 deep, and I believe the Shuli assassin is behind his right shoulder. Yes, correct. So this is the guy who came to rough up Shuli with his cane over here. John's got a pint of Coors Light. Actually, that's not a pint. That's a 20-ouncer. If not 24, I drink it. Yeah, it's almost empty. And you can tell John's holding court because he has to be in the middle with his arms around everyone. Like, yeah, they're holding him up. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're carrying him out. They're actually carrying him out. They're like, hey, I got a camera. What? <laughs> Let me borrow that cane. <laughs> These are my friends since high school. Yeah. Oh, I know. That's the other thing, too. He's so proud of himself. But I, this is this is good. This means that you know if he's ramping up the Twitter activity, he's got to be getting ready for this January comeback, right? All right. I don't think so. I don't think he's coming back in January. I hear tell he's oh. postponing it even more so. <laughs> I know he's very upset that Julie's making money off of him. Still, he really thought that this would die off, and he can just come back and I'm like, ah, we've moved on. We're all talking about Tommy from MSCS now. We don't care about you. But that hasn't happened. So he's very upset. So I'm going to be the person who tries to get him to come back by saying, John, we don't care about you anymore. We got Tommy from MSCS Media. He had on a guest, Andrea Ocampo, very cute Colombian girl. And Tommy is shot out of a can. He's very smitten with her on this intro. All right, we got Andrea Campo. You said it right, right? You said it perfect. Okay, so I'm on fire from the beginning, right? Uh, scuba diver to Hollywood to Miami cheerleader to NFTs. You, and that's just <laughs> off the top of my head. That was the best recap I've heard so far. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> Do you see what they did with uh, Elon Musk today? We just saw it before you we You know what? In. No, I've been in traffic. First of all, who is Elon Musk? <laughs> what the fuck is that? That's how it comes out of that mouth. 
You're right. He looked smitten. He looked yeah. absolutely in love. I could see Cupid behind him. <laughs> I know. I don't blame him. She's a very attractive woman. But I love that he goes, you know, he's all proud of himself. He remembered the five things that she had done in her life. And rather than go right into that. So you got your start as an NFL cheerleader. Instead, he just goes, did you see that tweet that Elon Musk put out? He's like, no. Oh, check this out. Like, why? Why was that your first question? It's so bizarre. Doesn't even make sense. Oh, you were in traffic with your uh, land vehicle? (laughs) Okay, so this is great because he's talking about Elon now, and this is a Freudian slip if I've ever heard one. Listen closely. And I think Elon's planet originally was to buy it and then have Dorsey run it. (laughs) Elon's planet? He was trying to say Elon's plan was to buy Twitter and let Jack Dorsey run it. But I zoomed in on this, guys. Listen to this. Elon's planet. (laughs) <laughs> he wants play. Does he know something we don't know? <laughs> Confirmation alien. <laughs> so then they're talking about accents because this woman's Colombian and she's been in the news media. And so they're saying, you know, like, what can you get away with as far as accent wise? And you used to be very strict on how you did things. And now they're looser about it. But who cares? That's not the point. The point is they switch over to the producer and you have to take a look at the drawing next to him. They, they just wanted it like a standard, clean accent. Yeah, right? standard, clean accent. And now I now everybody is inclusive. We, all, we love everybody's accents. But back in the day, if you had an accent, you couldn't work. Wow. Yeah. When you were in the broadcast, do you remember that? That kind of stuff? Yeah, well, I remember that. Like, it's weird. Like, I see, like, now, like, guys on TV, they got beards. They got some scruff. There's a... Yep, it's the mothership. <laughs> There's a giant drawing of a flying saucer next to him. Completely out of context. Everything else is just curtains draped around. Like, is this like the truth hiding in plain sight that I've been hearing There's- about? There's a heart around it, too. Like, yeah. I guess the mothership. And a signature. Oh, my God, you're right. And a close-up. I didn't even see the heart <laughs> around it. Yeah, and I think that close-up might have uh, some of the lights for communication or something, but that, that is so out of context and bizarre. <laughs> I think someone wants to call home, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Come find me. If this transmission reaches you, I'm on Earth. <laughs> I'm stuck here. <laughs> what the fuck? Elon must. All right, so they're both very smitten with this girl. And what hot chicks do is they have to diffuse the situation. Mm-hmm. And you've seen this happen a lot. <laughs> I had the opportunity to audition for the Miami Dolphins. It was Dan Marino's last year. I'm aging myself, but it is okay. <laughs> he loves Dan Marino. Okay. Yeah, my fiance yeah. does too. So Yeah, she brings up her fiance quite a bit during this. Yeah, yep. you know who else likes Dan Marino is my fiance. <laughs> mm, cool. <laughs> That's right there is where I'd be like, yeah, all right. Well, I'm gonna go talk to my buddies again. See ya. We're on a show. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. This conversation's over. I'm gonna, I'm shows for the door. Okay. Right on. Didn't have to bring that up. Sounds like a real cool guy. I'm sure he's awesome. Um, so there's a there's an ad, and uh, you know these ads they just cut in out of nowhere. They don't make any fucking sense. And if you remember the last time we were talking about MSCS Media, he had a typo on the screen, and instead of saying description. It was missing the C and the R. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Like, normally typos aren't missing two of the letters that are in there. And I think that he thinks that's what the word is. Because listen to how he he reads this word. The link is in the description at the top. Oh, yeah. The link is in the where? 
The link is in the description at the top. <laughs> so apparently he reads his own writing. It's not helping him. It's a second language. Come on. The link is in the deception. He's from Pennsylvania, Brandon. Yeah, Pennsylvania of the Orion Galaxy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like uh, he had a great ISO. I'm not the brightest crayon in the box. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite. Even though that's not a real phrase. But I couldn't even clip it because he says, I'm not the brightest crayon in the boss. Right. He doesn't even have the X on it. He he does talk very He's strange. Amazing. He's amazing. This deception, I just can't make. All right. So then, <laughs> hopefully you're ready for it this time, Brandon. They get into some Britney Spears discussion here. Britney Spears, which she was actually my grad night uh, performer before she hit it big. I'm so aging myself. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's back around going nuts again. Yeah, uh, she's back around going but nuts. But that's not her. That's her family. I mean, anybody, <laughs> geez, what a jerk her dad is, huh? You know what? I, I, it's like I a know, train wreck. Yeah, I just hope she's, she's okay. Gonna... Isn't that weird? Yeah, I mean, your dad's still control. you got to fight for your own money at 40, 35. You I mean, no, it. honestly, no wonder... <laughs> She seems so strange. Anybody would be trauma, you know, traumatized. Anybody would be losing their mind. It's just, it's really sad that she's become, you know, not only a statistic, but it seems like she still has not been able to get out of whatever we're seeing. That trap, you mm -hmm. know, and the thing, and we're only hearing about the money. Oh, I mean, yeah. Imagine how much he pushed her as a young girl to get popular. and Of course. And then we see her concerts now. And then, like, the things that we know, it's, it's devastating to know that that poor girl is still oh. going through it. Yeah. She's she's fooling the space alien, Brad Dodd. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. I love him. <laughs> that's my favorite. That's, this is bullshit because I, I hate seeing all these people fall for that garbage. And if you want to see how Britney's doing, just go to her Instagram and she'll show you her tits. And then yep. you'll, you'll be like, oh, she's she's doing fine. And then you'll read what she wrote and you'll say, Jesus, she needs to go back into a conservatorship ASAP. Well, that, that's the funny thing about it is they're trying to give her a pass. Like, well, yeah, of course she's acting manic, but it's because her dad did so much damage for so long. So it's like she needed her independence sooner. Oh, okay, yeah. Feeding Mountain Dew to babies is definitely something that we should just leave alone. And just uh, you're fine. You'll figure yeah. it out. Those human eyebrows are just jumping off his face, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, those night crawlers. I think I think he forgot to like drip the gravity juice on him or something because those things are floating. It's bizarre. Yeah, I think he did forget the gravity juice today. <laughs> That's a good point. Oh, now, Tommy is dumb, but he's also stupid. He's talking to her because she was a Miami Dolphins cheerleader, and he thinks that dance choreography is the same as game planning. I'm not kidding. Now, how does that work? Is there different choreography for each game? So if they're playing, say, uh, say Miami's playing Tampa this Sunday, and then Two weeks from now, there's a home game, and they're playing uh, Buffalo, which I don't think they play. I don't think. Now, <laughs> what did he think she was going to say? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, you know, back then, Buffalo had a good running game, so we'd have the big girls in the front dancing to the choreography to stuff the run. We're like, what? Why would that choreography change for the opponent? Yeah, when, when Buffalo comes to town, we bring out tables, and then, you know, when they lift us up in the air, we just fall right through those. <laughs> okay, that would be funny. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. As if the cheerleaders <laughs> would have their choreography based on the opponent. Dude, as if the cheerleaders even know who the opponent is. I think it's news to them when they get there. 
<laughs> oh, oh, look at it. It's the visitors again. We keep playing the visitors. It's right up there at the scoreboard. Tommy's interested in the visitors. Aren't there other t- <laughs> I'm the visitors. <laughs> not, to, not to mention, she continues to what she calls date herself. But, you know, when she was... When she was a cheerleader in the NFL, that was during all. I mean, we've we've seen all these uh, investigations over how they treated them back in the day. Those those cheerleaders got nothing. They were forced to sell calendars in the parking lot before they could even go into the stadium. So right. yeah, they weren't focused on who the opponent was. They just did their thing. We literally don't have the Buffalo Jills anymore. Buffalo used to have oh. cheerleaders, which is, by the way, a dumb thing anyway, because they had a dress in layers. It's, yeah. It's pretty cold here. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the news in the last two weeks. So it's crazy <laughs> because the Buffalo Jills were like, they're not paying a shit. This is ridiculous. We want more money. And they went, we'll just get a marching band. Like they literally just went, all right, there's the door. Bye-bye. And now we just have a marching band instead. And by the way, no one cares. We know how to cheer for the bills. We don't need someone to, Oh, they're telling us to cheer right now. Oh, good play. I wasn't going to, but okay. <laughs> but if you say so, Brittany, <laughs> Carl here in Detroit, we didn't have cheerleaders for like 40 years or whatever. And every single year people would complain about it, complain about it. We finally got them like two years ago and no one even, no one cares. No, no one gives a shit. No, it's the NFL. Cheerleaders are needed in high school. They're not, you know, they're not needed in the NFL. We get it. So this is interesting because Tommy wants to ask her football questions, which is a bad idea, but also Tommy doesn't know how to even ask these questions. <laughs> right now, who, who's the GOAT? Quarterbacks, who's the GOAT? Right now, I'm not really following our, our Dolphins. I really like our new coach. That's the person I cannot take my eyes off. He reminds me of Mark Anthony. All right, first off, perfect chick answer right there. She's like, I don't know, but the coach is pretty hot. So so there's that. All right. Now, the problem with that question is right now, who's the GOAT? GOAT means greatest of all time. Yeah, but right now, who's the GOAT? Not yesterday. That's what. That's the fucking point. That's how the greatest of all time works, you idiot. And when it comes to Miami, she already mentioned it when she first brought up her you know, starting when Dan Marino was the quarterback. So Right. If you're going to talk about, he was talking about, I think, all teams. If you're going to talk uh, about the Dolphins, I think it's pretty unanimous. We'd all say it was Dan Marino. I, she might as well have just said, I think the Seahawks have the best colors. Because that's pretty much, she didn't answer that question at all. It wasn't even close to answering that horrible question. Tell us your favorite mascot and move on. Now, it turns out, actually, Tommy's kind of done with the NFL. And he gives us the reason why he's kind of done with it. And our buddy Jay is not going to like this. I'll tell you that right now. I don't want to watch it. I had a tough time watching football after they did the name change and everything with the Washington Redskins and all that. You I take it personally. I took it personally. I took it personally. And I think, I've said this before, I think the Indians wanted it. They want to be part of the NFL. What, the, what are they? The Washington team? or Commanders. The, com- commanders. the, the commanders? The commanders? Now? Commanders. I thought it was the Washington team, the now the commanders. The and commanders. It's just a lot to keep up with. It was never the Washington team. <laughs> it was never the Washington Indians either. <laughs> no, I, know, I, know. I, know, I love that. He, he goes, what's the fun about Redskins? I think all these Indians want that name. Like, well, okay, well, Native Americans. And <laughs> <laughs> fucking hilarious. He's just getting up to speed on everything that's happened in the last 500 years of this world. He's, he's trying. Carl. He's, he's trying, trying, yes. For sure. What a weird reason to stop watching football. Oh, they changed their logo in Washington? I'm out. no longer care all right i am excited to say we have the return of our review girl who's been uh wow 
People are enjoying the Patreon this month. <laughs> it was a very Merry Christmas for everyone. Thanks to Hannah, who's back with us. Hi, Hannah. Hi. Yay. <laughs> Brenda, can you afford the five bucks a month yet? What's going on with you? Oh, I was trying to steal it from my boss, but since he hasn't given me the password yet, I think I might because I really want to start listening to the uh, the, the, the audio book uh, of Stuttering John. So I'm going to I'm going to join. I That's promise. one reason to join. The other reason is Hannah. Hannah, congratulations on all your success. You've made, oh, a, thanks. You've made a lot of new friends and a lot of fans. I didn't look until today, so I... Oh, I saw you on there commenting to people. I'm like, oh, don't do that. Oh, no. <laughs> you, like, argue with people. No, that is me. Like, okay, we know. It's fine. <laughs> but, uh, no, overall, uh, I would say that the response has been overwhelmingly positive, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I think so. Producer Chris? Correct. All right. <laughs> Producer Chris agrees. All right, we have a, we have a new game here that we've been playing okay. that Cardiff has put together for us. Uh, I think you're going to enjoy this. It is to catch an alien. It's the game that's sweeping the nation. Surely we'll be playing it soon. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I kid. I like Shuli. Let's, um, let's get to it. Shall we? <laughs> it's time for everyone's new favorite game show. I like the banner to catch. An alien. Are you ready to play to catch an alien? I am. That's why Hawaii is a chain of islands because the plate's moving, but the lava just keeps coming up in the same spot. And when you say plate, what do you mean plate? Tectonic plates. And what is that? Tectonic plates are so there's like. Let's just say 10 or 12. My earth science teacher from high school is going to see this and kill me. <laughs> but tectonic plates are literally just floating islands of earth around the earth's core that are either colliding or going above and below each other. Oh, wow. It's supposedly... <laughs> they're like flat, like flying saucers. Yeah. And they're like hitting each other like flying saucers crashing into each other, Tommy. Oh, oh why did you say that in the first place? Okay. If you look at Mars, like they say tectonic plates are the, one of the reasons we have water. And it looks like Mars used to have tectonic plate activity. And that's when it, there used to be potential life on Mars, right, is what Elon Musk would say. So the goal is you nuke Mars, you bring atmosphere to it, and hopefully one day, if life's able to get on there, maybe tectonic plates start moving again or something like that, right? But um, it's interesting. Because you would have to nuke Mars to get that going again, right? You would nuke Mars with the hope of either creating an atmosphere, creating an and then the atmosphere would create inhabitable life. I don't know if that would make the tectonic plates active, but it's weird. Earth science like that is like crazy. So then do you think that these tectonic plates and the movement of all these little <laughs> islands moving around are the result of, you know, seven, eight, nine, how many is Graham? Like 11 ice ages that we know of now? Do you think that's what these things floating around are from? What? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. Because yeah, no, I'm that. actually, like, I'm a creationist. I believe God created the earth. Oh. But I also am not tied to, like, the 6,000 years. So it could have been however long. Um, so I think tectonic plates have technically been around for when, however long Earth's been around. All I know is that apparently... <laughs> Which ice age were they developed in? Just answer the question, <laughs> asshole. Yes. <laughs> If you don't have tectonic plates, you can't have sustainable life. 
I think that's enough. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> I think that's pretty important. Which is weird because you're like, what? But that's why how you have volcanoes under the ocean and stuff. Like, there's more volcanoes under the ocean than there are above the ocean. That we don't even study or look into. And it's only our fucking history. You've never... So you didn't know about tectonic plates? No, I mean, I knew what volcanoes were, but not, never <laughs> what a tectonic plate was. No, I, I've been going down this whole pyramid well, path. Well, you know Pangea? Yeah, kind of. That's because of tectonic plates. So you know we the Earth, all the continents used to be one, and you've seen GIFs where yeah. it expands. That's the tectonic plate movement. So now the tectonic plates moved apart, but now they're actually moving together. So the Atlantic Ocean is shrinking, and the Pacific Ocean is growing. And so we're eventually all going to collide again, however many freaking million years from now. Oh, I forgot we were playing a game. To catch an alien. Whew. What did Tommy say next? Holy shit. Here are your choices. Number one, which has happened a gazillion times anyway. B, what happens to the plates when they collide? Do they break? <laughs> Three, can you see the plates if you dig deep enough? Or are they invisible? <laughs> Next. Will that be better or worse for climate change? Because I'm not sure. Lastly, <laughs> you say millions of years from now, but could it happen sooner? Can we stop it? to catch an alien god damn this is hard this is such a hard game what was number one again it was about a gazillion what, what it's was happened it? a gazillion times i like that one okay. i like tommy say gazillion times so i'm going with that brandon what do you think i was going to go with one but uh for the sake of not letting cardiff win i'm going to pick a different one because of that and i'm going to go ahead and say that uh he wants that, that number four, better or worse for climate change. Yeah, that one's funny, too. <laughs> that could definitely be the case. Hannah, what say you? I'm between A and E, but I'm going to go with the last one. Okay. What was the last one again? Could it happen I think it sooner? Was, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. You, you say millions of years, but could it happen sooner? Okay. It does, uh, they all sound plausible. Know, except for two. Yeah. They all sound plausible to me. But the one that caught my attention was also number four. Is it better or worse? Yeah, I know. That one sounded good to me too. Okay, let's figure it out. But now they're actually moving together. So the Atlantic Ocean is shrinking and the Pacific Ocean is growing. And so we're eventually all going to collide again, however many freaking million years from now. Which has happened a gazillion times. Exactly. Anyway. And I want to get your opinion because you're – into not into this particularly but what do you think it is we we tried to come up with a reason why with all these shootings like the other day i just walmart that you know a poor tattoo a shooting at walmart they don't even know who the guy is what do you think's causing all this to start why are we seeing so many more now than before and, and all that <laughs> Holy shit. to catch an alien uh. Does that mean I won? Yeah. Yes. Yay! Yeah. Congratulations. Brandon wanted to pick it. 
I did, but uh, where, where do we segue from tectonic plates into a shooting <laughs> at Walmart? At Walmart. Yeah. I think you got overwhelmed. <laughs> I think you went, oh, shit, this is not going well for me. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> They're on to me. Holy shit, Cardiff. This is a great find, my friend. He said tectonic plates so many times. Yeah. Just again and again. I don't think he's even an expert on the subject, if I had to guess. <laughs> That's all for this week. Come back next week to find out if you have the brain power to catch an alien. Carl does. Brought to you by patreon.com slash Cardiff Electric and the Cardiff Electric YouTube. Subscribe today. Also, watplive.com. Tickets are still available for DabbleCon, but definitely go across the street in the parking lot to StutJohnCon. <laughs> fucking potato he's got a charm he's got a charm about him that's for sure wow what have we done today we've done it all we talked about the fighter and the kid with Chet Hanks a very down to earth grounded guy Dick Masterson called me out for calling him out Chad Zumach's show was cancelled it's too bad <laughs> Tom Myers fucking got me good. Oh, yeah. Damn. You took a beating this week. He's the king. <laughs> uh, brand new free water. Patty Seacups wants our attention, but he's going about it the wrong way. But I guess it worked. What can I say? I do want to check out more of his channel. Great Job Awesome, which is at Great Job Show, for whatever reason, just to make it confusing <laughs> and more difficult. Considering John's back on Twitter, tweeting about Trump and drinking. Tommy... <laughs> is still trying to make sense of this whole earth thing. <laughs> that crash landing was the worst thing that ever happened to him. <laughs> he doesn't know what to do. So you know what that means? It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. The teaser. The teaser. The teaser. The teaser. The teaser. The That's right. This is the part of the show where we play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing on the next episode of Who Are These Podcasts, which we'll be recording on New Year's Eve, should be out on New Year's Day, if I'm not mistaken. And I would know. But I don't know that the things that make sense to me and you always really makes sense to like the general public. I feel like we have like, kind of a different wavelength that we stay on. Yeah, and but then, like, let's be real. We didn't start the podcast about like what everybody else wanted. We started the podcast yeah. so you and I could one, see each other more yeah, than once yeah. every three years. Okay. And two, so we could talk about things that like interested us. So whether that so means- So purely for- selfish reasons is what you're saying. This this was not altruistic for any no, kind we're of not, like, knowledge I mean, truly, we can impart on anybody else. This I mean, is yes, really just for I mean, we feel that we have knowledge, but at the same time, it was very selfish and that we just thought this would be fun and cool. Yeah. So that, I mean, it's okay to be that kind of selfish. It's not like we're being an ugly kind of selfish. All right. This is a show that came in from Man Brain Dave, two broker girls. They have four subscribers on YouTube. Watch out! Making waves. <laughs> So that'll be the main subject matter of the next Who Are These Podcasts. Brandon, thank you so much, buddy, on your vacation for coming on the show and joining us. I much appreciate it. 
Oh, thank you for having me. I've been a, uh, a big fan for a couple of years. We appreciate the uh, contributions to the Drew and Mike show every other week. Uh, you guys want to check out Carl on the Drew and Mike show or check out Brandon on the Drew and Mike show. He's the producer of the show and the guy who plays all those fun drops that everybody loves and no one complains about, including my brother. <laughs> my face. Yeah, it's always fun. Uh, where can people find the Drew and Mike show? Uh, pretty much anywhere uh, that podcast can be found. You can just Google it. It'll be there. And uh, like I said, Carl's every on every other week, and we appreciate you coming on and uh, and doing a segment every now and then. Uh, I thought you would know the URL to your website. You just, you just Google it. DrewandMikePodcast.com, probably. There it is. All right. Very good. Brandon, this has been uh, an absolute pleasure having you on. You've Thank been you. fantastic. Thank you for joining us today. Yes, thanks. This guy, this poor guy, he moved recently. He's got a newborn. And uh, I asked him to come on the show. He doesn't even have the equipment at his house. He had to set all of this up. He obviously doesn't have a light in the room that he's in. He had to set all of this up in order to be a part of this. And uh, it doesn't go unnoticed, my friend. Nope, nope. It's uh, not a problem whatsoever. Please join us again next time. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Starting in the mush bits of morning radio. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Great job, everyone. Hannah, it's been a minute. I know. Do you have some new reviews that you can read for us? I'll be honest with you. I'm on the um, tail end of the flu, which is why I sound uh, Husey adjacent. Oh, no. From when he was sick last. But so I'm not caught up to know if um, Cardiff read this one or not. Uh, Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Time out, time out, time out. What? I'm sorry that you have the flu. That sucks. It's okay. What does that have to do I'm with not hearing? With what does that have to do with not listening to where these podcasts? I've never been sick and been like, yeah, I can't watch TV. I can't listen to podcasts. I can't get any of this stuff done. I've been sick in bed. Like, what the fuck? I did, just throw my phone aside. Yeah. Um, the, either way, this one, I think, deserves to be read twice. All right. Thank you for deflecting that, just moving, pushing through it. <laughs> That's how I that you got to get through. Smart. All right. Um, ear HIV. Does okay. that sound familiar? No, it doesn't. Okay, perfect. Uh, this is Ear HIV by Get Sick and Die. Dunning-Kruger, Efsler, Carl mocks other equally talented podcasters. Um, equally talented podcaster. That's weird. Mm. That's a weird way of putting it. I'm going to guess that's a five-star review. It is. That's very good. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> it's not full-blown AIDS, so there's that. <laughs> so that's yeah. good news. Uh, any other reviews, or is that all we got today? That's all. Wow, fantastic job, Hannah. I don't want to rush you back into form, so I'm glad that you're <laughs> taking it easy. Get oh, confident, stupid. It's good to see you again. <laughs> it's been too long. Yeah. Where's Vic? Have you heard from her? I have. I, I actually, this is going to sound like a lie. I message with Vic all the time. They've been working her a lot, and she's also doing roast battles. She's developing yeah. like a life or something. It's annoying. Hmm. Yeah, thank God producer Chris doesn't do shit like that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Can you imagine? You play bass in my band, you produce my podcast, and that's it. Nothing else. Yes, sir. <laughs> Can I uh, have food tonight? No. <laughs> you played a drop that was on top of someone talking. <laughs> You'll learn. All right. Let's hit these voicemails real quick because everyone has shit to do. I'm going to go to a hockey game tonight. Uh, it starts off with a... Uh, Economics expert calling into the show. Carl, show's been fire, man. 
Fire. It's your boy D-Lux out on the left coast. Quick heads up. Thought you might be interested in this. Did uh, write for an economics journal out here, and we're doing a study. I'm writing a paper on the total market potential in five years of the whole dabblers universe, so okay. to speak. We look at it uh, in five years, somewhere between 120 million to 135 million, uh, with the number of shows out, all that. We think that somewhere in that range, couple of variables. We think Cardiff Electric has a shot to be network late night host. He's got that it factor. That's some of the variants, and then on the uh, festival type events, you got. You know, two so far, DabbleCon versus Stut John Con. We think Stut John Con wins that one huh. because the girls go, um, you know, basically the guys are going to go where the hottest girls are and the hottest girls are going to go where Cardiff is, obviously. So that's one thing. And then also, uh, we think it's basically Coachella type situation without having to pay the, the, uh, the bands, and then we were thinking, you know, I don't know if Stuttering John listens to this, but, you know, if he could just get a 10% royalty on all this, he's looking at, you know, a million-plus a month yeah. in royalties. So, John, if you're listening, man, you're missing out. If you could just get 10%, even 5%, half a million a month, you'd be living large, man. You'd be living pretty good. All right. Kill a show, Carl. Peace. Thanks, buddy. I'm excited. That's a very optimistic forecast. I'm excited about that. Troy Smith has a funny name. I don't think I've heard that one. Rochella. It's <laughs> a pretty good name for uh, Stutter Slam or DabbleCon or StutJohnCon or whatever the fuck <laughs> is going on there. Very cool. Yeah, I think that's what John wants is a percentage of the proceeds. So let's keep growing the Dabbleverse. We'll see what we can do. We got to keep John happy, obviously. We don't want him to have too much money. We want him to stay healthy. <laughs> yeah, right. We got to uh, keep him happy. Hey, this is exciting. Hannah, you'll be excited about this. Ween called into the show. Oh, really? This is the first time Ween has called in before. <laughs> Carl, you cold-footed fuckface. This is Ween again. Yes, both of us. This is what we sound like. <laughs> How the fuck did you not pick Buddy Holly as the, the Chad Zumok winner? You didn't even put it in the finals. Chris had to, like, tell you to put the R.E.M. song in there. That's the best one you fucking played. Horrible, man. It's terrible. By the way, we're trying out our new character. This is called Talk Practice Guy. Talk Practice. Call me back. Yeah, the Jumpers Jump guys like to practice talking. They go to talk practice. Every day they try to practice talking. Does, <laughs> does he think Buddy Holly's by Ween? Oh, shit. <laughs> that's a good question i didn't pick up on that hmm. yeah because like the ween song was the one that won you yeah. think that we'd be like cool i agree and yeah. this other just like why think, not weezer i think he's thinking weezer <laughs> yeah why do people get that confused they do it's interesting all right well thanks thank you for your call <laughs> either way i know it's very subjective when you do a song parody contest mm-hmm. who the winner turns out to be you don't have to pick a ween song to win people I promise you that but it helps sometimes it helps all right we, we talked about Mike Tyson on the show last time. Hey, Nate from Flint, Michigan. Uh, Mike Tyson's podcast might be the worst of the year, but Mike Tyson Mysteries is the best adult swim show uh, this side of um, Rick and Morty and, and Venture Brothers. Check it out, bro. 
Yeah, I have to agree. That's a great show. I did enjoy that one. It is. Norm MacDonald has a, has a role in there, too, so it's fantastic. Yeah. What is, is he a bird on there or something? Yeah, he's the yeah. pigeon. He's the pigeon. <laughs> All right. Um, so, Hannah, I posted a uh, very well-photographed uh, shot of your soapy ass, yeah. and um, I, I put a little caption to it, and someone... Uh, is not happy with me on that one. That's a pretty interesting dig you got there, saying that Hannah knows how to clean up, unlike the rest of us, uh, coming from a man who doesn't wash his hands after he takes a piss, you cunt. All right. Just try to come up with something witty to say. I don't know. <laughs> you know, that I do. Pretty gross, Carl. I do practice good hygiene. I know that all the people think that I'm just this gross guy, but after I masturbate, I always wash my hands. Hmm. So. Everyone's very excited about that news. <laughs> I didn't even know there was soap on Hannah's ass. I just, <laughs> I just stopped the show. It's tracks yeah. right there. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Hannah's ass. Hey guys, me masturbating. Like, oh, that's a, that, took a, that took the wrong turn right there. You were not listening to uh, the Waze app on that one. All right, let's. Uh, oh, drunk guy called to the show. That's always fun. Hey, Carl. It's me, and this is how I talk when I'm drunk. Is it just me, or did the radio interviewer of Stut Joe sound a lot like Jamarmalade? Uh, fuck. I'm so drunk. Never mind. Goodbye. All right, goodbye. I don't agree with that one. All right, here's a caller who's uh, a first-time, long-time. Remember that phrase, Brandon? Sure do. Always good to know that. Hey, Carl. This is DJ. First-time, long-time. So I just listened to the Jumpers Jump episode, and I feel called out. Those hosts are in my age group, and it's pissing me off. I work with a lot of guys who talk and think the same way as them, and I bully the fuck out of them for it. Like, you're not profound to listen to a clip of Joe Rogan or Jordan Peterson talking about how society is corrupt and we need to go back to our roots. Fuck them and fuck you. All right, love you. I'll be back. Fuck them and fuck me. I think I also thought they were idiots, sir. <laughs> what did I do wrong? Can't win on this show. No. Wait, I did win today. Uh, I can win on this show. <laughs> Yay. All right. Oh, this is interesting. Producer Chris, your computer called in oh, no. to the show. <laughs> Hello. This is producer Chris's computer. Please help me. I have several viruses. Please take me back, Carl. You were much better to me. Fuck you. Bye. Okay. It's not like I originally owned the computer. I just borrowed it for a live show once. Oh, boy. I played you that clip of Dick Masterson destroying me, (laughs) as this voice mailer points out. Oh, my, Carl, you fucked up. <laughs> I know I'm probably a couple of days late, so I'll have to uh, hopefully hear this when you play the next uh, midweek episode, but that bit on Biggest Problem, oh, my fucking God. I mean, don't get me wrong. You you nail everyone. You fucking, you're the king. 
You really are. You and Chris, you guys just destroy everyone. You've been around doing this shit a little longer than most people, but Dick has fucking destroyed you. <laughs> Fuck Vito. He didn't do shit about it, so don't worry about Vito, but Dick got you fucking bad, man. That was the, if you didn't die laughing over that, and I know you did, that is the best bit. I probably have seen all year. That shit was killing me. His <laughs> smile talking. Oh my god! Oh, go fuck yourself. All right, I agree. I was showing it to everyone I know. I thought that was hilarious as well. Got me good. Anxious Andy called in. He ran into someone that we might know down in Florida. Hey, Carl. Thanks, just Andy. I don't know what to do. Um, um, I, I, I ran over this guy, and um, he keeps telling me I need to go to this Walmart in Tampa. Uh, I, I don't know. And he keeps asking for my fucking credit card. Don't come back here with my wallet, you asshole! What the fuck is wrong with you? I'll fucking kill you! Oh, shit. You know, Carl, I'll have to call you back. Sorry. You'll be able to catch up to him. <laughs> He's not in that good of shape. You'll be fine, sir. All right, WATPLive.com for tickets. Hannah, thank you so much for coming on, even though you're not feeling well. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks. It was great to see you again from the front this time. <laughs> yeah. Brandon, again, a pleasure speaking with you, my friend. Nope. It's always a pleasure on my end. I've been to two live shows and an Isotopes show, so I'm a fan, and I appreciate it. That's true. Of the Drew and Mike show, Brandon's the only one who made his way down to the Isotopes show, which yeah. I have to give him a lot of credit for. No, I had a great time. Thank it was you. Awesome. Thank you for that. And uh, you weren't just at two of our shows. You were starring in one of them. Our sold yeah, out show in Detroit. One of them I hung out in the parking lot with Eric Zane. The other one I actually got on stage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Hannah's going to be at the show Woo! on February 4th in Rochester. Yes. And you're going to read some reviews for us. Yeah, I will. I'm okay. looking forward to it. How are you in front of crowds? Do you get nervous? Honestly, I, I'm less nervous in front of crowds than I am in this format. I think this is my most awkward format. Okay. So I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. <laughs> okay, folks. Guess what? This the episode's the over. That was a great episode. That was really great. Go fuck yourselves. Have a good week. I gotta go. Goodbye. Goodbye.